listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. They say that goodness in life belongs to those who believe. So I believe. Yes. I start to think and then I sink into the paper. Like I was ink when I'm right and I'm trapped in between the lines. I escape. When I finish the rhyme, and yo, I start to think, and then I sink into the paper. Like I was in, when I'm writing, I'm trapped in between the lines. I escape when I finish. My pop said he was in love when he made me. Thought about it for a second, wasn't hard to see. I could hear he was sincere, was a game of promotion. The entire affair is probably charged with emotion. When love call your heart, I guess you got the pursuit. 12, 11, 7, 3, my life is testament. Praise the beneficent. Element that press, right? void in the form to make love manifest. I spent my early years in Roosevelt projects. It was a bright valley with some dark prospects. In 83, Benny Z was the host with the most. I listened to the rap attack and held the radio close. I listened to the rap attack and held the radio close. This was far before the days of high glamour and post. Hey yo, power from the street light made the place dark. I know a few understand what I'm talking about. It was love for the thing that made me want to stay out. It was love for the thing that made me stay in the house. Spending time right Rhymes, trying to find words to describe the vibe This inside the space Where you close your eyes and screw your face Is this the pain of too much tenderness To make me nod my head in reverence Should I visit this place in remembrance To build landmarks here as evidence Nighttime spirit shook my temperament To write rhymes that betray this sentiment We live the now for the promise of the infinite We live the now for the promise of the infinite And we believe in the promise love, love, love. Love, 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 yes, yes, y'all, but we don't stop Because I start to think, and then I sink into the paper Like I was ink when I'm writing, I'm trapped in between the line I escape when I finish the rhyme I got love, L-O-V-E and I be Love, L-O-V-E to M-C Get love, L-O-V-E and I be Love, L-O-V-E I M-C Get love, L-O-V-E and I be all right, what? Keep rocking. No moments a nice guy. I twist your shit to fuck back with them pistols blazing, hot like cage, and hot, hotter than even holding work at the day's end. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Aaron. And we're in the house on a daylight savings time Sunday that is kicking my ass. Yep, everybody is affected by this, but Arizona, Hawaii, the Virgin Islands, and Puerto Rico. Oh, look at you, full of facts over there. Yes, because it was funny. I was up last night and folks was complaining about it. And somebody from, I think Lee used to live in Arizona, but he moved. Mm-hmm. He was like, what's up with this damn say like seven times? What the fuck? I don't understand. We don't do this shit. And then somebody sent out an article. I was like, nigga, this is why. Y'all didn't know. Y'all never did it. That's why you like spring forward, fall back. What y'all talking about? They had to be sure the Mexicans knew their time all the time. Well, um, I think it threw everybody off a little bit, but um like true professionals we all got our ass up and got on this podcast in time man and uh you know definitely want to give a special uh shout out to our guest um who you should be familiar with you know you should have heard him before on the show um just in case uh you know you didn't hear him here uh you know you could also went to his youtube channel you might follow him on twitter uh it's the homie Sarone russell man what's up dog ain't nothing man ain't nothing i wish i could say that they like saving time snuck up on me but really old stuck snuck up on me 
this morning. That's why I remembered I was supposed to be on the show at ten, and then I got old overnight, and um, I got real sleepy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I um I was looking at uh your your Twitter like uh because I was like uh man I. I don't, I, the daylight savings time I forgot it was the day and uh I remember I know I woke up an hour later than normal so I was like man I really hope that uh you know we didn't mess this up and books around on daylight savings time and now he's gonna be an hour behind like we are so uh I went and checked his Twitter and I saw you were up at like three in the morning I was like yeah he might not make it <laughs> <laughs> yeah we had a show last night and I was driving back from New Jersey I can't you know I got back set my alarm was okay i'm gonna get up on at eight and i've basically been hiding from my wife in different rooms every, <laughs> all day because she heard my alarm she's like hey you got to get up and i get up and then i just go to another room and lay down <laughs> um, and go back to sleep so she's been chasing me around the house all morning she the last place she found me was in my uh in my daughter's little door bed <laughs> um and Dora wasn't happy. My daughter wasn't happy, and I gotta, I gotta fix the bed now. Nah, <laughs> there's a weight limit on the shit. <laughs> Dora was like, "You too big to play." Yeah. So, so you were at the uh, show. I saw a lot of people tweeting about it. The Decepticomic show in New Jersey last night, man. How'd it go? It went great, man. As always, um, the Decepticomic. We got together again to go to New Jersey. Big shout out to Mike Brown, John Minus. Dylan Stevenson and Gordon Baker Bone, uh, and thank you to New Jersey for having us. We was at 10th Street Live, a real nice venue there. Um, we had a sold out show. I'm not sure if they came to see us, but it, we gonna say it was sold out because it was full. Um, so we <laughs> we took we took we took advantage of the time they gave us, and we had, we had a dope show, man. Met some met some cool new people. Um, got invited back again. Um, I don't think anybody. I think like four people. They had a Twitter, and then we tried to talk everybody else into getting one. They said no, but they said they would come back, would come back to another show. Well, my my homie Sterling is one of the people that was out there, and uh, I saw him tweeting about it, man. And um, that dude's a real loyal, good fan. So I know if y'all got him uh, on your side, right. then uh, he's definitely gonna show up and, and uh, tell everybody. Yeah. Um, oh man, we 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 appreciate everybody who who take the time out. Or they day and you know and spend and spend their money to come see us because really, uh, you know we we ain't nobody we ain't nobody special as far as you know name alone. We gonna give you a good show, but so we appreciate anybody that come out, and that's a that's the only way we build something is by you know by word of mouth and through the internet and through shows like y'all. Uh, so when somebody come out, man, we we really appreciate it. Uh, we might give inappropriate hug at the end because we all you know we're trying to build something and get out of our day job so we we really like overly appreciate this <laughs> come out yeah we would come see if it was closer you just a little too far well that was hey, we, I mean, we, we trying to get down there man we we um we looking at it kind of you know it kind of looked like we just telling you know but sex jokes on on Twitter all day, but we working behind the scenes. <laughs> and now, uh, Sarone, man, where did you you say you had to drive to New Jersey and drive back? Like, where did you have to drive from? It was is it Georgia? No, I was, I was coming from DC, so it wasn't DC. five hours, but it was. Uh, I had an interesting trip anyway because you know I rented a car to to get up there, and the only thing they had available available was a Prius, and I never driven one before. Oh, they're them tiny cars. Yeah, tiny and, and silent. That's what really tripped me the fuck out because it's, it's, <laughs> I spent a lot of time on the phone with Hertz complaining about the car, saying, hey, the car is broke. I don't hear nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
<laughs> you're not gonna hear nothing at first. I was like, um, I've driven before. You hear shit when you drive cars. <laughs> Start this shit for me. Um, <laughs> it's really advanced, man. I was stuck in the parking lot a bunch of times. It's not easy to turn it on, getting in the drive. It's really not. <laughs> is it, is it one of no future cars? Is it because it's a yeah, hybrid or whatever? Is it, is it cause it's a hybrid or like what? Yeah, cause it's, cause it's a hybrid and just shifting in the drive and trying to figure out. It take a, a, a iPhone plug and I don't have an iPhone plug so I had to, you know, follow people around and see if they would let me plug in my, uh, my car real quick and call the charger. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, yeah, I, like I, whenever people talk about those cars, man, I always wonder what it's like cause, uh, my boy just bought one. It's, it's a Ford. I forget the name of it, but it's the one that, uh, is their hybrid and uh, maybe it's called a fusion i think yeah they yeah, got, yeah. Mm-hmm. and he was just saying like it's it switches over to the engine at like a certain speed but yeah. like other than that it's electric and shit and i was like man it just sounds weird to drive man it's it's it's, it's something getting used to man not having a sign as soon as you start off it, it's real cool. i think it'd be real nice like if you wanted to run somebody over that's the car to have <laughs> You just you just gave them a new idea and a whole new market for uh Yeah, they wouldn't hear your ass speeding off. Yeah, they about to be oh. selling this shit to women whose men cheat on them and shit. They gonna be like, Yeah, oh. the new Ford Focus is a drive oh, over nigga. This is a creep car. If you need to get out of the house real late at night and not wake nobody up, this is the habit. I don't know if gangbangers have 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 caught on to it yet, but if this is a silent drive by, nobody would even know you were coming. <laughs> Yeah, so um, now you. What time did y'all get out of your show, and what time do you end up getting back home from? Uh, uh see, I got out of the like eleven thirty. I ended up getting back home like five o'clock. It's like uh, so this is this is like the the only way that a married dude is able to come in the house consistently <laughs> at five o'clock in the morning because of comedy. Because you know, I just, that, that was that was that was just it. So my wife got up. And let me in, and I don't really have nothing to explain other than you know where you been. I've been I've been telling jokes about butt sex and and, and getting drunk. And, and that's <laughs> the truth for me. So I, I, that's like my only <laughs> that's my saving grace is that I'm a comedian. Yeah, it's uh, and then it's like uh, especially once you get to the point where you're getting paid because then you have some proof. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, I always, you, oh every time I get paid, I come back in money and fist. Right. <laughs> right it's like you know when you first start now and you can't you know not necessarily getting paid for doing all that stuff you just trying to get your oh, name yeah. out there like that's when you that's the lean years when she really got to trust you but now oh, yeah. it's probably like well where the money at okay then you can come in yeah oh yeah she, she definitely <laughs> been she definitely been good on that because she's been these she, these uh they've been leaner years than this because they've been a couple times where you have to like explain to your woman, hey, I'm finna drive to Oklahoma City for seventy five dollars. Is that cool? And um, <laughs> <laughs> she's and like, then you come back with no money. Actually, you call her. It's like, hey, I'm uh, <laughs> in Tennessee. I don't know if Western Union is, is open in DC yet, but if you could, send <laughs> me some money. You're like, uh, money. Is, is gas I'm going up? <laughs> you just you call it. I'm in I'm at the Nashville Walmart. If you could just, I don't know the address. Just send it here. Like if you you call her back and be like, hey, you, these gas prices is crazy. You know, you seen these gas oh. prices because I'm I actually need uh I actually it's a funny thing seventy five dollars is not gonna cut it. I'm gonna need yeah, some money I back. Didn't, I didn't. Yeah, I remember you told me that this one gonna be enough money. It turns out you were right. <laughs> uh, and I had some, I had some drinks, so I didn't get back. I didn't get as close back to home as I thought I would. So 
if you could just send me, I want you do the math, you the accountant. <laughs> if you could just get me back to DC, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, but I, but I killed though. I killed. I killed. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> they was laughing hard as shit. No, that's that's a dope. That's a, that's a dope in the, in the hard part about comedy. You can kill for for a long time for very little money. It's like sometimes you say that on stage. It's like, man, you did a great show if you wanted. Tell the people it's like, man, if you knew what I did this show for, you'd be mad as hell at me. <laughs> yeah, what? So, all right, what's the what's better, man? Uh, go up there and you, you bomb. They're not feeling you, but you get paid. Uh, or you um, go out there and you kill them, but 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 it's not a good payday. What, what, like, if you had to pick between the two, like, what's the? I, I I'd rather kill. I rather kill for little money because a big check on a bad show. That's just. It's just feel. They make you feel filthy like a hooker. Like you, just, <laughs> like you didn't perform rather, well. I'd rather kill for for for, for fifteen dollars and win a free bill than I would to you know go up there and go to a college show and bomb and then take home a, a three thousand dollar check because that that that's that uh you see you saw how it did Charlie Murphy he it didn't sit right with him yeah. he was bombing Charlie Murphy gave back twenty twenty seven thousand dollars yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't have gave that back. I don't give a damn how bad it went. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would have. Somebody could have threw a baby at me on stage and I would have killed that 27 grand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always just wondered about that, man. Because uh, if you get, if like if I was a comedian that was making a lot of money and I was bombing, I don't, I don't know if I would be too mad, man. I, but, I was like, y'all ruined your own night uh, with all this right. heckling and shit. <laughs> I, I got paid. But you know what? The thing about it is that it's a lot of terrible ass white male comedians to do that shit. They are horrible. And I'm like, y'all not funny, but they getting paid. Yeah. Oh, man, it's some, it's some big time money makers out there. Like, um, it's real lucrative. Once you get to the point where you can make other people money, that's when they start paying you. Like, okay, when well, you can make other people money. money. I see what you're saying. <laughs> If you're looking at if you're looking at like a comic that's at a casino or, or something like that, that hold two thousand people, and they don't sold them out for you know between fifty and seventy five dollars a piece for the tickets, they might you know they probably gonna shoot him uh, twenty five or thirty five grand just for coming out because you know they made their money a couple times over just by having them. Yes, there. So, they yeah, did. You, you don't really care what how the shit goes. Okay. So once you get to that point, man, are you gonna start acting like you don't know all the people on Twitter and shit like? No, no, I'm gonna do that way before that. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna do that because really, I don't want to get, I don't want to, um, I don't want to be locked in my house by fame. You know, I'm gonna keep the same amount of friends that I got now. But I'm definitely go. I got to keep smiling and, and and be nice to people because that's the only reason you get to that point anyway. Mm. It's like, because people, if people don't fuck with you, there ain't nobody coming to them shows. So you might, you can't. It ain't like, it, it ain't like a, you know, if I'm if I'm an artist or something like that, I can't. You know, the, the comedian is kind of like you know the neighborhood. He, he belongs to the community a little bit more than like say a rapper or or a singer like that. Like rappers get rich and um, you know they really can open hand slap their fans and then go yeah. write a song about it. Yeah, that that yeah. Plus rappers had that whole thing like where they rap, but then they also kind of dish you for listening to their shit. Like that's a yeah. little different because. <laughs> Comedians yeah, like, are like thankful you came out, but rappers will really be like, "Yeah, nigga, say Eastside, Eastside, I fuck your girl, bitch." You like what? <laughs> nigga, I pay for these tickets for you. Right. I just like I just the the opening line for this show. I just threatened whoever the fuck was the, whoever wrote that. I think that was Fred Hammond that wrote that song. <laughs> 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 it was Jay Z, but uh, close. Is you got it real close? Oh, okay. Okay. That was, 
they light skinned, both of them, I think. Yeah, yeah, they about the same. Um, yeah, light skinned coalition. But yeah, that that's that's one of the things I noticed though is like uh you know, comedians uh when they blow up, man, they don't you don't really see this huge, you know, difference in in the way that they interact with people. Um uh, but I do say that um the more like Twitter people you fo- that that follow you and shit, the the harder it does get to interact with everybody and the the weirder yeah. people get cuz you know, like the crazy people start coming in and shit. You had any interactions with uh, people on yeah, Twitter I, now that you're blowing I, up. I have, um, yeah, I have a look because I made a big jump over the last year. Or so coming from, you know, like 800 followers to, I, I only got like I think like 3,600 now. But it's just and it's, it's just a numbers game. Like if if 10 percent of, of of 800 was crazy, then 10 percent is a lot more when it's 3,600. So the only crazy interactions I get like are weird sexual advances from people. It's it's not even it's it's all dudes. It's not it's, <laughs> I I can't even say it's plural either. I think it's the same gay dude I've blocked him six times. They follow know. you around? Yeah, I mean he keep moving around. I don't know how many phones he got, but uh He's like all these butt sex jokes now, come on, stop playing. Right. <laughs> that's what that's what I think that's what it is because I, I ain't homophobic at all. But every one of my jokes I tell he relates it to either his butt or or my penis. I'm like, I don't even know how you got that. Yeah, I get a joke about smoking. He like, yeah, I like your butt. I was like, wait, wait, what you? <laughs> Where'd you get that? Yeah, I got a, um, we, well, I, you know, we, we always have weird uh, Twitter interactions and stuff, but, um, one of my new favorite weird Twitter, Twitter interactors, this girl named, uh, Carol Saint, and she always hits me up like I'm her magical Negro. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's not even a real conversation. It's just like she reports in what's going on. Like today she told me, I'm at Starbucks. Fuck that place. The McDonald's employees act like they got something better, but now nah, they are hicks. Fuck my life. And I just be like, all right, you know, yeah, thank you, thank you, you for filling me in. <laughs> I don't know what to tell her. You know what I'm saying? But um, I feel you, dog. Uh, you know, See, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, right? Funny people belong to the people. So as long as you're funny, they're gonna talk to you just like, you know, you their friend, and that's how it's supposed to be. If you if you're a funny person, you depend on people. You know, to listen to you and laugh at you. So, yeah, you're going to have to hear about uh, Starbucks, whether you want to or not. Maybe, maybe I've been going about this all wrong, because typically I just block a motherfucker. They say something I don't like. They be like, they be like yeah, man, that joke you was funny, man. You got more patience than me. They be like, that joke was funny, man. Uh, you was acting like a little bitch. I'll be like, what, nigga? Don't right. play that. It's <laughs> <laughs> just jokes, nigga. It's just jokes. <laughs> I'll be like, I, don't, I bet Trinidad James I got to deal with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I well, it could be worse, man. It could be like uh, rappers and be like Rick Ross where he start making jokes, uh, making raps about the wrong people, and next thing you know, niggas want to include him in that shooting, in right. the real shooting. Right. And like, they got a special <laughs> guest appearance for <with> him. Yeah, <laughs> it featured these bullets on your track, dog. Um, so uh, I guess it's been, man, it's been a while since we talked to you, man. Like, mm-hmm. uh, what's been going on, like career wise and stuff, man? You've been traveling a lot, you've been uh, going up a lot on stage. Like, what's what's been up with you? Um, still, still doing the, uh, still doing the same thing. Still doing college and headline about those. Doing a lot more shows here in the DC area, trying to get on the, uh, trying to get on the scene out here and network with people and get, um, and get out to more places. Uh, to see. I got picked as an alternate for South by Southwest, but alternate mean uh, like seven people had to die before I get on stage. Mm. I don't think that's gonna happen this year, but 
and I well you think about hey man now look don't first of all you gotta stay positive Sarone. yeah yeah south yeah. by get, southwest now if you get alternate for south by southwest and you know like seven people ahead of you if you can get their names man that's only seven people you gotta take out by south by southwest dog like and they, they don't list the names because i think they, oh i sent in my bio and i got a frowning face and i think and i sent in my height and weight and uh asking who the other people were because i'm not <laughs> i'm not petty but i'm not a bull fighting somebody for a good opportunity like that <laughs> as far as comedians go like i might not be the toughest in the world but as far as comedians go I, it ain't ain't but a couple out there that could whoop my ass i think <laughs> uh, carrot top and um and maybe monique that's about, that's about, about. <laughs> yeah maybe carrot top but yeah definitely monique oh yeah monique um oh yeah monique from baltimore monique's a big girl monique don't bullshit I, i'm pretty sure i would have got two or three jabs before i realized oh shit she don't really care about a man fighting a woman so it'd been over by the time i my morals kicked in <laughs> yeah and she did she did had a piece of chicken in her hand eating hard going nigga you fucking up my chicken let me whoop your ass real quick right. yeah high hell i'm pissing the hell out of me just with a vibe <laughs> With a side sandwich in the other hand. Yeah. <laughs> a, a, high, a high heel sticking out the top of your head. Like, God, right. this is I'm bad. I'm dead now. I don't even know what's yeah. going on. <laughs> this is a bad idea. Um, So what do you prefer, man? The college shows or the or the, the local D.C. shows as far as uh, crowds and, uh, and stuff like that? They all got, they, they, um, I mean, they all got, they, uh, I guess, like, their different benefits. Like, the college shows, um, um, I'm the headliner most of the time, so I get, like, four to five minutes or so I on stage and, it's real. It's real cool to those. The turnout is kind of iffy because, like, I ain't famous. I might be funny, but so one day I might get two hundred people at the show, and the next day I might get twelve. So, mm. and I got to get the same, <laughs> the same level of show. Um, but the the small clubs are real. The small clubs are real cool. Um, the small black clubs are definitely real cool because that's a lot of a uh, lot of audience interaction, if that's what you want to call it. Like. Mm. You know, as soon as they call your name, somebody in the back without fail said, you better be funny, nigga. And you, I mean, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's very intimate. Comedy, by the way, comedy is the only, uh, is the only form of entertainment that people do that. Like, it's only. No, like, there's no other form of entertainment where it's like, you know, and now coming to the, to the court six foot two out right. of Charleston, such and such. They don't be like, Nigga, you better hit some threes. Like, right. nigga, you better dunk. <laughs> I don't think nobody ever threatened Miguel before he got on stage. Right. You, know? <laughs> you better be able to sing, motherfucker. You won't get out of here. Like, they, only- I think they do that. It's, that's, you know what? They probably have though. They do that to you when you first start. Now it's so it's so fun. Uh, how the perception of fame changes how people treat you. Because when you, I'm pretty sure you know somebody that's 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 great was great when they started was, you know was close to great when they started out and they talked to you like shit but then once that that fame machine gets behind you people talk to you like i'm pretty sure somebody threw some at beyonce at her first high school talent show and <laughs> she might be the most loved like the pope quit and don't nobody care because beyonce is starting up the miss carter tour ain't <laughs> <laughs> that the truth yes yeah, it's, it's always weird to me too because like um when you're yelling at somebody that they better entertain you and you know it's like well i want to laugh or you know this dude's gonna sing a r&b song i want to you know uh i, I want to get in the mood like why are you gonna threaten a motherfucker at the I, beginning of the night it, to achieve that goal and, and right it's like are you even open to this happening sir <laughs> yes are you you are you even coming in with the right frame up i don't know i'm not that type of person i would just let a person do their skit and if they're not fun i go eh, they're not funny i wouldn't threaten you that's like you showing up at your job every day and your boss come in and go you know what 
You better be sure you step on all them papers in the row. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> like, a, like a customer calls you at the beginning of your shift and just like, hey, motherfucker, better process them invoices. I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to start heckling people at their at regular uh, regular people at their jobs. So yes. Just, the temp job. And just be sitting in the back and just keep fucking with people. Just looking over your shoulder while you're doing the Excel worksheet. Like, uh, I wouldn't have highlighted that that color anyway. Um, <laughs> are you going to do the whole thing in Common Sans? That don't look professional at all. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I would love to see that shit, man. Just taking heckling on the road. Yeah, because that's just your job, dog. It's, it's very, to me, that's very disrespectful. Yeah. Just wait till I get rich. I'm going to have so much free time. I'm going to show up everybody's office and just be in there with glasses on like Clark Kent, thinking I'm disguised and shit and just messing with people. <laughs> um, now, uh, the other thing now, well, <clears throat> when you have a college show, when we, I remember when I used to, you know, when I was in college, and we would have comedians come through. I went to HBCU, so I don't know if this is like. At every year. Like, I don't know which kind of colleges you go to. And what the experience, but is there any difference between, like, have you ever been to, like, an HBCU and then just, like, yeah. a regular white university? I've been, I've done, I've done both of them. Like, I've done FAMU before, and I've done, you know, like, Virginia Wesleyan, or, or done, like, a, a college in Iowa, which is as white as you could possibly get. <laughs> and, um, it's, it's, it's kind of different. The HBCU, show, HBCU shows, they, they start off louder. Uh, from the beginning, and uh, you know, off rip when I come off when I come on stage, I better start with some. Um, I better start. You got to start fast at shows like that. You got to get right to it, and, and you know, ain't a lot of build up to your punchline. You better come with it right off that. And but it's still the same. Everybody, everybody want to laugh. Um, and you can talk. I can do my same. You know, I do my same set at, at both different colleges. The food is always better at HBCU. HBCU, so. Yeah, I, like when we were uh, at, at school, Fayetteville State, um, I remember we used to have like the the Deaf Comedy Jam. Like they, that's when they were trying to make everything the Deaf Comedy, comedy like, Jam. It had shit to do with Deaf Comedy. No, is. not connected. Yeah, it'd be like a dude that w- did uh, the one minute on Deaf Comedy Jam back in yeah, when it first no Russell started. Russell Simmons coming out there. Come on now. Before it was on HBO and uh, he got edited out the final footage. And right. they'd be like, he was on Deaf Comedy Jam. And so people would get all excited. And then the dude would show out and nobody would know him because they'd be like, what the fuck? I've never seen this dude. And um, people would immediately be ready to boo as soon as you got on stage. Like, you know, like, oh, we're going to boo this nigga. We don't know who he is. Oh, yeah. So it was like a tough, tough crowd. I don't know how those comedians did it in hindsight. No. Like, gotta, I, I would have quit. You got to start off fast and start off hard because, um, you know, that's, that's part of that's, that's that's the part of the thing about TV being king is like you get the, like people get get booked on shows because they got their TV credit because the people booking them they assume if you was on TV you had to be good not thinking about the fact that ninety nine percent of the shit on TV is crap anyway but right. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah we end up uh, getting kicked out that show too me and my boy because um, <laughs> way to go <laughs> we got we was drunk as fuck man like it was like I, in hindsight it's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like like as an adult it's embarrassing but as a as a kid i i, ain't really, I was only like 17 i didn't really know what the fuck was going on but uh we uh we got so fucking drunk that we we were surprised we got in like you ever be so drunk you get like you can't believe you got past security to get in because oh, yeah. like I, I we got in and i was like oh shit we got in like this is not part of the plan <laughs> We didn't plan on getting this far. Yeah, we started yelling at the comedian dude. Like, he had on a Kango to the back. 
so we started calling him tiger woods and shit and we wouldn't oh. let him wouldn't let him finish his jokes and just kept being like i'm tiger woods i'm over and over <laughs> and so finally he was like uh you know man y'all gonna shut the fuck up don't make me have to come down there and whoop y'all ass and then uh my boy john was like well fuck it then nigga and start walking towards the stage man they kicked us the fuck out man <laughs> like it was so ridiculous, dude. Like, I still feel embarrassed about that shit, man. Because, you know. moment in cool history for y'all. Right. And he was just trying to make a check. Like, now that I know what goes the into concept, comedy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like so disrespectful what we did, man. Like, some yeah, dude. Y'all, 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 y'all was out there. Because I'm pretty, I already know what was going through his head. He's like, man, I done came my way out here. God damn it, these goddamn kids and these motherfuckers. <laughs> right. I know he was, dude. Like, it only cost like $2 to get in the show. Like, I don't know how much they was paying him, but it couldn't have been that fucking much. And then, like, no. some dude pulled out his dick, man. Like, upstairs. Oh, like, it was, oh. like, it, it, was, <laughs> it was so ridiculous, man. Like, they was just kicking us out left and right, man. It was... And we and yeah, we still and got back in. I would, I would just that would just be my last show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he was like that's the thing I was telling John. I was like, yo, what you think would have happened if you made it to that stage? Because <laughs> I think he really had to hit you with that mic stand, dog. <laughs> oh, he would, he would. Because y'all had pushed. Him. If somebody had exposed himself and he'd been threatened at that point, he like, you know what? I'm all in right now. <laughs> I'm whooping there. I'm whooping anybody ass to come past the stage. Yeah, oh, yeah would. that would have been on. That would have been on Channel Five, running on the loop for hours. It just some random comedian beating up college students with a um with a <laughs> I need to find that dude's name and apologize to him. I'm gonna ask John about that, uh, man. And, and I have a question. You were saying HBCU start off louder. I mean, do they start off with like the heavy music and the strippers and the booty shaking for you? Come on, like how how, how, how do they start the show? You know, they like with that the music. Every time you go in, they always hire a DJ at the same time, so it's always kind of a party. So it's. Like so, that's I mean that kind of puts you in a hole already. So you basically you're yeah. turning off black people music, so you can talk. So you already starting off um, <laughs> on the wrong of, foot. Yeah, on the wrong foot. It's like, <laughs> hey, I was dancing. It's like I done been, you know, I go to the show and there's like a twerk contest going on in the aisles. <laughs> um, I'm like, well, I don't know if I want to interrupt this. Yeah, people and don't then, know how to put on a show because they'll really just like they don't think it through and be like, okay, what goes with comedy? What yeah, kind of environment yeah. goes right. with is conducive to listening? Because they, I've seen that before. I've been to shows where they start off with bombs over Baghdad and yes. everybody is, is freaking in yeah, the aisles. And you know, <laughs> and then you want them to sit down and pay attention. Like I've gone to shows and had my show, uh, or had no, I had my introduction interrupted. By like two impromptu strolls, uh, two 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 frats who sitting on opposite sides of the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they were the they were having a step out. The, the, the dude that was up there, I guess it was an announcement. Yeah, because it was sponsored by the Alphas or, or, or whatever. And so of course he shouted them out. And then as soon as he said that, they yelled something back and slithered down the aisle. And then I, the, the purple guys, they took offense to that. The Omegas, they came down the side of us. I'm like, this, this is going to take a long ass time to get through with. <laughs> there's a lot of different people here in the same color t-shirt. So I had to wait for that to get finished. Meanwhile, you on stage like, women be shopping, you like, know. <laughs> hey, fine. No, I'm, I'm backstage eating a, uh, a cold chicken finger. Like, yeah, I don't even know. I hope my check is here because I don't know what the hell. We're gonna talk about right now. Yeah, dude. I like. I, it's funny, man, because uh, you know, a lot of times with the introductions and stuff of a comedian is like the most important part mm-hmm. because 
really it sets the atmosphere for being able to laugh and being conducive to like uh listening so it, it you know it doesn't help when you know your host is going out there like all right enough fun it's time for some comedy it's like see man <laughs> see i was just shaking my ass what are we talking about yeah now? turn that goddamn music off we got oh, some wrong russell I, I hate, I, it's two 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 different kind of mcs that i can't stand it's one that came up there to perform himself so oh uh, okay that's not a comedian song yeah. or does 15 minutes of his own comedy and sets this bad stage or the overly aggressive dude that organized the show and he's just mad that people are still talking. Like, I have, he, he, you know, he cuts out the whole auditorium oh. before I get on stage. Like, he's seriously like, what kind of people are y'all? And Benjamin Banneker didn't fight for this. And Rosa Parks oh. didn't sit down for this. You know, he got everybody feeling bad. Like, nah, coming to the stage. Make y'all laugh. <laughs> Oh yeah, what 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 them educated brothers? Yeah, you know, you know out of college campus. It's like that Indian skit on uh, Jay Z's Reasonable Doubt, uh, twenty two twos or whatever. When the girls like, hold up, I smell some reefer. <laughs> now look, this is why our people don't have anything. Man. We need to invest in black businesses, black communities. Kick him out, kick him right. out. Now I want him out and coming to the stage, Sarone Russell. Right, <laughs> now I I follow. Let's see what is, what's one of the, following the bad singer is always rough because I don't ever want to make fun of them. Like they, that'd be the cheap way out is to make fun of what they did. I was like, nah, I don't, don't want to mess with them. But I think the worst, and I had to say, I follow. I like I love spoken word, mm. but you know sometimes you follow. I don't I don't know if there is anything worse um, than a, a bad spoken word artist, but. <laughs> I follow the dude with no shoes on and a seashell necklace. Oh. Um, I'm going to do a comedy show. He did, like, a seven-minute poem on uh, homelessness and rape. Like, you said, those both in the same poem. <laughs> wow. <laughs> How could you go behind that? Uh, I, I, I stood on stage for the first 30 seconds just, just silent. I, was like, I just I said, can we get a moment of silence for all the homeless people? That was raped in that last poem. Um, Everybody's crying and shit. Yeah, everybody was very somber. It was, it was not a happy place for me to be in there trying to tell jokes. Oh, man. I, I wonder what if, like, you piss an MC off if they ever do it on purpose. You know what I mean? Like, if somebody's yeah. just being an asshole, y'all don't get along, if they just go out there and be like, uh, oh, yeah. my mother died of cancer earlier this year. Coming to the stage, Saron right. Russell. <laughs> Oh, I've seen it before. I was, like I've seen it before. Like somebody, you know, they might bring in the frat, or they might, uh, they might tell the crowd that you went to a rival school or something like that. Like so, they could basically say, "Well, coming to say, Sharon Russell said all the makers uh, <laughs> are assholes and gay." Anyway, here you go. So, yeah. y'all come wow, back, shit, man. Yeah, well, that that's crazy, man. But I'm, uh, I, I guess it's good that you can look back on it, kind of. You know what I'm saying? And uh, oh, yeah. also as to your experience, because I mean, I, 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 at this point, you you probably dealt with so many different weird situations that uh, it just gives you confidence going into any situation. Yeah, you- yeah. All, it's just all it's all fuel for the fire. You know, afterwards, Cause you get to the point where you're like, oh, okay, I know. I've seen so much crazy stuff. You're like, I can kind of expect. It's like, oh, okay, I've seen them before. I've seen somebody drunk and, and vomit in the front row of my show. That's happened before. No need oh. to get thrown off. 
Now, oh. uh, were you going to say something, Karen? Yes, I was asking right. about the food. What's the difference between the food at the black universities and the white universities? That's, um, that's a good white question. people love vegetable trays. They love them. Mm. They love... Uh, you talking about like that fresh broccoli, fresh carrots, yeah, yeah. cauliflower? Fresh, raw, just fresh, like, fresh raw broccoli and cauliflower and ranch dressing because I'm, cause I'm black. Uh, so just, just a humongous... <laughs> And then HBCUs, I would get a plate from somebody's house, just like on real, <laughs> real cutlery, like some aluminum foil and somebody's plate. The fish sandwich with the bones still in it. And the hot sauce yeah. on the side. Yeah, the two pieces of bread. Yeah. Yeah, the also chicken fried chicken with the bone in it. So That's what's up. It. Yeah, we can. I mean, we'll feed you, dog. Now, um, the other thing, too, uh, have you, like, got to meet or, like, talk to anybody uh, that, like, you looked up to when you came into yeah. the game? Yeah, I, um, a couple of people that I, I got to meet, and um, it was real cool. I got a chance to open up for Sinbad in Kansas City, which was real cool. That actually happened through Twitter. Um, he tweeted out that he was coming to Kansas City, and, um, I was just messing around. I was like, hey, you need somebody to open up for you? Never thought nothing about it. And went back and checked my phone, and he had responded. He was like, hey, you got 10 minutes clean? I was like, hell yeah. And so I had liked him, you know, as a as a fan of his. and Never got a chance, you know, never got a chance to see him live. So it was real cool the fact that he let me come in. You know, that was the most people I'd ever performed in front of. He let me get up. And he, just, he was a real cool brother off stage, and then he was a monster on stage. Like, I had never got a chance to see him work, um, work live, and I don't think, he get as much credit as yes, um, as, yeah. He is he's crim- excellent. He is criminally underrated, dog. Like yes, that dude. Is. Like I don't think people understood what he was doing back when he had his own show no, uh, on right. HBO. Like that dude was having black people fly to exotic locations, yes, and jam out and just have, do a kill for an hour. Sometimes a little oh, bit longer. He, like, he's a monster. I watched him go for an hour and a half. You know, just and and on some a laugh every every twelve fifteen seconds or whatever, working with the crowd, never getting thrown off, and never you know, and never cussing, and like people, some I don't know how the hell that became like something to pick at somebody about or a detriment, like oh he don't cuss. No, he's I know I know people who cuss they whole set that ain't like ten percent as funny as yep, that is. Exactly, and it was just dope just watching him, man. So I got to meet him. I got to meet him. And that was, that was one of the coolest people I met so far with Sinbad. Yeah, and not just real to piggyback on that. Uh, yeah, people treat not cussing in comedy like it's some type of like negative, like like it will right. make things easier. It makes shit way harder. harder. Like yes, it does. like right. him not cussing, it would be like Michael Jordan being like, "I'm not dunking no more." But I'm still gonna try to get this scoring record. Or I'm done right, shooting I'm threes. With my left hand this season. Yeah, um, dude, and he and he kills it every fucking time, yeah. man. Like that's amazing to me. Yes, it is. That he can go out there and do that, and 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 have comedy that brings so many different elements of black life together. Yes. Um, yeah, and, and that's he's a black comic. Like I don't. I mean, the older the older generation of black people, like the reason the reason Sinbad been working, like Sinbad. He might not be as famous as other people, but Sinbad been working strong for the last 30 years. Mm-hmm. Like, he ain't missed a meal yet. Like, Sinbad been working strong, selling out places all over the nation. He might not have been on, a t- on TV, but the reason they keep coming back is because he's a dope-ass comedian. And he's able to he's able to kill a crowd for an hour, hour and a half every time he come out. He don't do bad shows. Mm-hmm. No, no. And it don't sound like he doing. I'm going to tell you what. I'm, I was younger when Sinbad used to do all them cruises to Aruba. My ass is old now. So next time Sinbad do a cruise to Aruba, I think I might take my black ass out there and go <laughs> to Aruba with the other old folks and have myself a good time. Yeah, I'm I, going. He's actually, I think they've been advertising it on um, 
the radio here in DC, they run, they go into the beach, the jazz beach festival, some of the soul beach festival, and so the next time we go, I, I would like to perform with him again. So I would try to get get back in touch with him. But he's he's, he's dope, man. So did you, did out, you? Out of all the people I met, I would think that he's he's one of the coolest ones I met. Him, um, Lavar Walker was a, was a real funny comedian that a lot of people don't know about. He's yeah, who's Lavar Walker? Um, it, I think those are the people. Like as far as like. Um, people I kind of, you know, they've been in it a lot longer than me, and people I look to it, up to as comics. I met Kevin Hart briefly. He was a real cool dude off stage and on stage, and watching him live was, um, he's dope, man, like, for real. Like, he, he's like, he's like, it's not just the hype and the fame behind, you know, how popular he got over the last couple of years. He, he just, he's a beast on stage. He can, he can work it. Well, he's been working forever, too. A lot yes, of people don't, he has. A lot of people don't know time. that. I remember seeing Kevin Hart back he, in, like, done, way back in the day. He's done a lot of terrible black-ass movies. Is it my Netflix crew <laughs> that I love? Hey, he has. a lot. I, I think people don't understand the fame is, like, the, the, the tail end of, of, of somebody's career, or like, the tip of the iceberg, if you want to be, like, by the time folks get famous, they usually have, like, 10, 15 years in the game already. Does it take that long for you to find your way for you to find an opportunity? Like, even Kings of Comedy, all them guys on there was almost 20 year vets before they even got to that point. Yep. yep. Uh, Daniel Tosh, man, people think that he's new on the scene because mm, they heard of him three years ago, but motherfucker right. been doing comedy forever. Forever. Like, if you look up, like, I mean, a lot of, uh, if you look up Dane Cook, like, the first time his name appears is, is like, finishing, like, second or third in the San Francisco competition in, like, 1998 or, like, 1997, so from way back in the day. So it, it ain't just happened overnight. It it takes a long time. Coming is a long road. It's a marathon. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Um, well, <clears throat> I I think that, uh you know, me, like, meeting your heroes could go that one or two ways, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it's either you meet the motherfucker and you're like, God damn, what an asshole. I can't believe yeah, I yeah. looked up to them. But it's always cool when you can meet somebody and be like, oh, that's what that's what's up. You know, like, yeah. this dude is a good dude and he's making it, especially in the same field as you. So it's like, I ain't got to be an asshole to make it, yeah. you know? Like, that's that's got to be a good feeling. Yeah, and I... It really, it, it really was, man, because I was like... That that um, going back to Sinbad, that opportunity he gave me, I was somebody he didn't know from Twitter, and um, he, he didn't he didn't owe me shit, but he was nice to me. He didn't have to even speak to me if he didn't want to, but he did, man. I sat down and watched <laughs> SVU with him, which is uh, weird as fuck, but uh, <laughs> just in like folks don't have to be nice. And I have met some people that were assholes, and they were named. I won't. They'll remain nameless mainly because I still got it in my head to slap mm. shit out of them when I see him again. I don't want. I don't want them to know. <laughs> Well, also, with, uh, what I understand, from what I understand with comedy, like, you gotta be careful who you slander and shit because you just never know who's gonna get the next opportunity to put people on or, no, or even, even worse, the opportunity to, to keep people off. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like, you gotta yeah, be careful. And you can. You better, you better learn what bridges you're burning because you never know. I mean, it's kind of a crapshoot. Once you get to the point where everybody's real talented, it's kind of a crapshoot of who's going to be the next one to get plucked out of the, you know, out of the field and, and, and made to be that next star. So you can shit on somebody if you want to, and then the next thing you know, you're still doing open mics and this dude closing out arenas all, all over the damn country. Right, right. It's like somebody that might have, maybe they would have let you open for them, maybe they would have put you on their show or something, but now it's like, oh, fuck me, no nigga, fuck you, and, and next thing you know, you can't get on. So. Yeah, oh yeah, we're very vindictive. I got a, a nice little post-it note list of people that can kiss my ass. And, um, <laughs> 
And, that's, and, and with comedy, at least, that's how it works. Um, a lot of people be friends, and um, if one person blows up, they always reach back. And Because um, we all say to ourselves, and say, man, my homeboy been with me with, for so long, or he's been at me with these bullshit shows. And you can look at um, you can look at Kevin Hart and say, uh, Kevin Hart is another example. Like, you look at the paper cut balls, the other comics that he traveled with, he's been friends with them for years. They've been... Mm-hmm. They've been working in the same scene for years and years and years. And when he got on, he put his boys on. So, and that's how it works. That's what's up, man. So when you get on, you got to put on all the Decepta comics and Yeah, and versa. if they get on, hopefully they'll, you know, they'll. I'll I keep tweeting them until they do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, nigga, you can't block me. This is my seventh account. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, you're going to answer these questions. I know. Right, That's and that's how it goes. The main reason people reach back like that is because... Um, by the time they make it, they know how much bullshit you have to go through just to get on, you know, get on the good stage or get in front of a big crowd. So they reach back, and, you know, and say, hey, if I'm coming, then this dude is opening for me. And they get that dude that opportunity that they might not have been able to have because you can't force nobody to book you. I don't care how funny you is. Mm. Well, I think if uh, if you if, if somebody out the Deceptive Comics makes it and the other dude, they try to, like, shade y'all and not put the other dudes on. I think y'all just need to show up to their shows and open no matter what. Like, it's just, oh, yeah. don't don't even let them <laughs> come out to the stage till y'all all get y'all 10 minutes and then oh, you can do oh, it. It's going to come to a head because I think out of all entertainers, <laughs> comedians are, are, are more likely to, to, to go ahead and box right before or after the show because <laughs> that's, like, one of the, <laughs> the unknown things about comics. Fights, you know, fights happen because we usually all unbalanced people any damn way. So when... when <laughs> Rappers might, you know, they might go in and craft a whole new song about how they don't like anybody, but comedian will wait outside your show and slap shit out of you. That's Carlos Mencia. I did have no idea as an underground comedian fight club, man. I know. I've I, I heard it's about uh, Cat Williams slapping people and shit, so it must be oh, true. Yeah. Cat Williams, known for slapping people. Martin Lawrence whooped a couple people ass. Oh, Joe Rogan chased Carlos Mencia across the damn country. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that. Uh, one, Joe Rogan looks like a motherfucker that want to fight anyway. But right. I, I like that he would just show up and be like, I just want to talk to him. Just answer the yeah. question, Carlos. I'm like, I wouldn't come out either, nigga. You look like you're going to fuck him up. No, he, Joe Rogan had been doing martial arts for like 15 years or 15, 20 years. I wouldn't come out of my dressing room either. Yeah, Carlos <laughs> out there like, dog, I ain't steal your jokes. Why you here? <laughs> no, and yeah, that was the point. That's how you knew how crazy was. Well, like, they wouldn't even hear his jokes. Like he showed up on um, Carlos Mencia. You know how how confident you have to be in your ass kicking ability to go <laughs> jump on stage with somebody. <laughs> yeah, he was gonna whoop that man's ass as a charity ass whooping. Like write it off the taxes, give it to. <laughs> he's like, I helped the world out with this ass whooping. I was like, man, I don't blame yeah, Mencia. He, he, he took he took his own money and followed. Carlos Messier across the country. Yeah. And every show he had. I just, I'll be like, man, can I talk to you in private? Hey, man, look, I stole them jokes, okay? I don't know what to say, bro. I I apologize to you and everybody, but I got to make this money. The clubs are already booked. So, uh, you can open for me, but just. People people are scared to, uh, book me because of insurance reasons. They think you just don't show up. I bet that shit happened for real. Yeah. Yeah. It was on YouTube, man. It was all over YouTube. Well, um, let me let me introduce the show, man. Um, as you guys know, we're talking to Sarone Russell, man, a comedian. You can follow him on Twitter at Sarone Russell. That's C E R R O M E R U S S E L L. Um, he also has a website, SaroneRussell.com, dot com, spelled the same way. 
all the contact info will be in the show notes so make sure you guys check that out uh this is the blackout tips podcast you can find us at the blackouttips.com you can also find us on itunes and stitcher and podomatic and anywhere else that you get podcasts um don't forget while you're at the blackouttips.com vote in the polls donate check out the about section for all the contact info leave us five star reviews on itunes the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme mm-hmm. and this podcast is sponsored is double sponsored is uh brought to you by the audio play fire my ass starring me and karen yep yep as well as friend of the show alexa yeams uh this 13 minute comedy is about what happens when one man has had enough of the bullshit office politics and I get to finally play somebody that doesn't give a fuck and wants to get fired from his job. And, you know, that's never been me, man. I always am the person that's worried about my job. So it was real freeing yeah. to, to play that role. And uh, I just hope it doesn't leak over into real life and I don't show up at work on Monday. Like, fire me, nigga. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, it's only 99 cents. It can be found at shadowdollproductions.com slash fma.html. Of course, the link is on the website. So make sure you guys do that. Um, it always helps us out when you guys help out our sponsor. It does. Um, and then, of course, our other sponsor is a bit sexier. So let me see if I can find some sexy music for, uh, for these motherfuckers. Um, you got close enough. This is my jam right here. Yeah, the women love this shit. When I first heard this, I was like, I don't even like this song. And then the beat changed. I was like, this shit hot. I was tripping. Um, hey, ain't nothing sexier than seeing a man in the suit and tie. What you talking about? Mm-hmm. Uh, fellas and ladies, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Well, you should be. If you can, why not? Mm-hmm. Have you been fantasizing about surprising your love with the adventurous new toy or adult movie? Like, ah, surprise, bitch, and then pull out like a, a dildo or something. Well, now <laughs> you can. And you'll soon tie. You go to adamandeve.com for a limited time only. You get 50% off of just about any item. But that's not all. Mm-mm. When you select your one item at 50% off, you also get three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration, plus a free extra gift that is so sensual. I can't even tell you what it is on the air. And to top it all off, they even throw in free shipping on your entire order so they're not playing. And what that means is that you basically only pay for half of whatever the item is and then everything else is free. Not even shipping. Just half of that and then tax. Uh, yeah, and the, way, lose. and the way Adam and Eve is, shit, your deal don't might be shipped with a suit and tie. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> check out AdamandEve.com today for this special order. Get 50% off of one item when you put in the code TBGWT when you go check out. And uh, you also get three free DVDs, free extra gift free shipping that's tbgwt at adamandeve.com mm-hmm. thanks for everybody that uh uses the code when they uh you know out there checking the stuff out man we appreciate it we do saves everybody money and uh you know gets everybody laid so that's yeah. what we're for and you know this song right here became popular with now i'm like watching commercials and they edited it out they like the edit version of the commercials mm-hmm. they're like suit and tie Suit and tie. I was like, that's, 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 that, that, that's a cuss word in there that y'all editing out for the, for the commercials. I don't like this version. Oh, I didn't even know he was cursing in that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I must not be paying attention. I was no. Just, just jamming. Um, all right. So we got some random thoughts and shit we got to talk about. Um, the first one, man, um, apparently Chris Brown, uh, had a rant about how to treat a woman. That nigga. <laughs> It's only a minute and 15 seconds. Let me see if I can play the audio of this, because, like, people have been sending it to me, but someone told me the audio is not that good. So, 
I'll see if I can play it. He said every guy in this building has said one thing to their female. Okay. If you're not an insecure nigga and you let her have fun with you, well, you let her have fun with her friends. I applaud you. Okay, that sounds like good advice. Let her have fun with her friends. I applaud you. But you gotta say that one thing to her, and I made this up. You gotta say that one thing to her, and I made this shit up. Okay, this is not gonna end well. Don't nah, make me have to this, tell this, you again. Nigga, bust down the song. This yeah. nigga didn't just harmonize a threat, did he? <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> he gonna step to it. Make me have to tell you again. That that's my baby. That that's my pussy, baby. What the, the fuck? <laughs> yeah. going on? It's mine, baby, baby, mine. That's what he just saying. Um, and I've been telling people for years, and this keeps happening when I had these discussions with people. And I don't, it feel like I'm living in a, a twilight, like a like a, a fake world or something. But this dude can't sing. No, how does, he cannot. How does nobody nobody knows this but me? Because I keep being like, well, he's just so you know he's so talented, and you know, I'm really I'm like that. He can't sing. Why are we saying this? Like he can dance. That's yeah, what he, he can does. Dance. And I did like his first album after that. Mm-mm. But I can't hear dancing on a microphone. No, you can't, sir. No, you can't. Uh, oh god. It was cool when he was fourteen. Now nah, he's just <laughs> Yeah, now won't shut up in the break room. That's what kind of voice Chris <laughs> Brown has. He has a break room voice. Uh, well, you sipping your coffee, looking at him like, okay, I need to get the Max Seal report. Shut up. Yeah, his voice is cracking at, at his own shows. It's mine, baby, babe, mine. <laughs> Come on, I know he did. I know he did. He, he didn't really sing. Duh, Don't he, make me have to kill you. Let me let me, <laughs> let, me, let, me let me let me let me play some more. You gotta say that to her if you got a bad bitch, fellas, because she might fuck another nigga, according to Chris Brown. This is good of course, love yeah, advice. If you don't sing those words, your bad bitch is subject <laughs> to go get some. Oh, my God. Hopefully, um, we get a book from him, too. You know, yeah, Tyree's got one. Uh, Steve Harvey got one. Hopefully, Chris Brown has a relationship book coming yeah, soon. Yeah, Chris Brown beatings. Just, uh, no, Chris Brown, don't make me have to kill you again. <laughs> Don't make me punch you twice. I already told you twice. Look at your you know eyes. I've been, I've been thinking about it. I've been looking at his pictures. I think Chris Brown is infested with tapeworms. <laughs> might be, man. Might be. I think that's that's where I think that's where his mood swings and his and his his 
weight loss is coming from. Oh, tape yeah, worms. tapeworms. It, maybe they're also had, in his brain. And stuff. I had a dog with worms one time. We had to put him down. <laughs> Let's see what, the, what how he finished this off. It's only like 10 seconds left. That's it. That's it. So he got back to partying. Oh, well, you know what? Why Chris Brown fuck it up for Sarone? He went out there and did this shit. Now Sarone got to go after him and calm the crowd down. <laughs> that would have been a perfect way to end that. <laughs> and now next up, we got Sarone. The pussy is mine. Bitch, you better not give it away. Yes. Coming to the stage, Sarone Russell. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm going to go up there and, and what am I going to talk about? Airplane food? What the hell? <laughs> it's like he said, nobody tells you, uh, we're actually performing at a women's shelter, Chris. I don't know, uh, this is the best. Kill. It's the best time for this. Yeah. Um, you know how many women was cheering for it, though? It is crazy, man. Like, I was, plus his fans are so young that I'm always like, what your they, mama like and they your have mama parents. Get beat. Yeah, like, something about, like, what's going on in that house? where that is that, cool and that's okay and, yeah. and it's all right and and you you saying you can beat my ass mm, right no nah, nigga Mm-mm. Oh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't i don't believe in that bullshit right, it's not okay you might. for your boyfriend to punch you in the titty that's not cool that's not love. No, why? Why would you punch a titty? Uh, maybe I'm the only person who don't understand that. Why would you punch an ass? Why would you punch a titty? Why? Why would you punch something that's so beautiful? I don't understand that's that. That's a sociopath, right now. Mm-hmm. That's, I don't know. I can't even. It seems like we've been talking about Chris Brown and domestic violence for like three years, and it's almost like if he don't get it by now, I think we just we just running our mouth for nothing because. I don't think he heard none of his interviews. Yeah. <laughs> three years. No. Yeah, Chris just like, I don't give a fuck, man. Like, I'm going to dance my way out of this shit, and y'all going to forget it. Right. As far as uh, titty punching, um, I, I definitely am not uh, into titty punching. I don't even understand that mindset where you would look at somebody and be like, look at that titty. I want to punch it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't no. Even... That's the last thing you want to do. Yeah, that's like, yeah, I've never thought about that with any titties in my life. So, uh, even titties I hate, I've never thought <laughs> about punching I'm, them. I'm punch that titty. Like, it's... no, that's a level of rage. You, I don't know where you would get to that, <laughs> where you would punch somebody in the breast like that. Why would you ever get mad enough to do yeah. that? Yeah, I only see that shit in white people's pornography, and that's why white people was able to take over the earth, man, because they got that yeah, type of mentality. Yeah, you, you well for that. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I would never think that shit. Um, speaking of uh, getting new technology, uh, oh, that's my segue. Um, I, I I finally went out and got a tablet. Uh, cause uh, I, I know we moved up in the world, didn't we, son? Well, I wanted so this is the most shallow reasoning I've ever had to buy something. Mm-mm, no reason to shadow to separate from your money. For the first time ever, Twitter actually was supportive of a bad idea i had oh <laughs> that was supportive typically when i say something like hey man i think i might get a new car they be like don't do that man be pragmatic you gotta you know everybody come up with all this advice and then they drive around the 2013 beamers and shit but they you know i was like man i think i might get me a tablet pc just so i can read my comic books like i don't i don't want to buy uh physical comic books anymore i'm starting to get behind the shit costs too much and you know i think if i could just like look at the shit on the screen and flip pages with my thumb i would be much happier 
and everybody was like yeah and i was like it probably costs too much and it was like no there's a sale right here here's a link uh it only costs about 170 to 150 bucks and uh i went online on walmart and technology is so fucking advanced now yep i was able to put our area code in and uh our zip code in and the shit told me not just which walmart uh like if walmart had it but which walmart had it and how many they had in stock so like this shit was like uh go to pineville walmart they got one left we drove out there. They really had one left. Like they literally had one left in stock. Yeah, dude. And and I got. I, I, I'm not gonna lie, man. I was acting like a smug asshole too, cause like I, I already knew all the information, cause I researched it. So I showed up. I was like, Hey, man, I'm gonna need a uh, Samsung Galaxy Tab Two uh, 7.0. And he was like, Okay, uh, we only got one left. I said, I know. <laughs> <laughs> He was, he was looking at me like what motherfucker i was like That's i've right. done my research he, he said he said it just went on sale too it's uh it's on sale for 159 dollars I, I know that mm-hmm. that's why i'm here all you was missing was a top hat right <laughs> I, I just needed a monocle or some shit like one like, mm-hmm, good uh, sir you might as well have been smoking in that walmart <laughs> wrap this up for me old boy it's a present um <laughs> You but, know you went in the bag like this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> right. It was he was a nice dude too, man. He was real nice. Um, but uh so so we got that man and then uh I get home and uh I'm just thinking like I'm just gonna take it out of the box, start playing with it. Forgot that you gotta charge shit up now. So I had to plug it in. And charge. <laughs> I had to charge the shit up, and I kept checking on it every five minutes. Like, is it working yet? Is it working? But uh, apparently, I had to charge it up for a good like five or six hours. Uh, yeah. Woke up Saturday morning with every intention to go play basketball at seven in the morning. Uh, turned that on that. Did that happen? I turned on that 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 tablet. Man, that shit was like time travel, dog. Like, I don't know if this happens to everybody, but when I get new technology, it's like. I just vegged out, man. Like, I just woke up at, like, t- uh, 2 a.m. the Sunday morning, like, okay, finally, everything is updated and complete. Like, it's, <laughs> I don't know what happened, man. I downloaded everything. I was, like, taking the shit with me places. Like, I, I think it's, uh, I, I don't know, Sarone, do you, you ever, snob. you ever had this happen with, like, you get an Xbox or something, next thing you know, like, seven yeah. hours later? I bought, um, let's see. Black Friday was a few years ago so when I finally broke down and got a PlayStation 3. I had every intention of going to sleep when I got home with it at 3 o'clock in the morning. I was like, I don't, you know, it's 3 o'clock, I gotta go to work. Ain't no need for me to open it now. And then I walked around the corner and was like, well, I wanna make sure it's in the box. I don't wanna make, I don't make sure I didn't buy an empty box. <laughs> and I opened that shit and I played every game that was in there. I beat all the demos. It was 7.45 before my wife was like, why didn't you come to bed? And my, my eyes was just glass over. <laughs> I'm out there. This is my first time seeing um, high definition graphics like this. I'm just amazed. I'm up here watching the damn screensaver. Just like, look at this, baby. Do you see the sparkly shit? I bet you've never seen nothing like this. <laughs> yeah, I was doing shit on the on the tablet that I don't even plan on doing again. Like I just turned it on. It was like uh, you can get Samsung. Uh, you can get Sonic the Hedgehog four from the from the store for free. I was like, well, shit, why not? And it's, <laughs> I'm just playing Sonic for two hours. I don't even like Sonic like that anymore. I just was playing the shit. Yeah, it wasn't even fun. I was just like, yeah, I'm playing this shit, dog. Like I understand the law of electronic because that's one of my. Since I ain't famous, I got like seven day jobs. On um, sometimes I go as a vendor and sell electronics and stuff. And Best Buy and stuff, and the way electronics just take hold of people, man. Some people whole lives are, 
are centered around, you know, what version of what software they got or what, you know, how much RAM they got. Like, that's, like, one of my most aggravating customers to talk to is, a, like, a fanboy. Mm-hmm. Like, who's even sitting there reading blogs and, and spec sheets for, like, six weeks before he even came in the store. And it's, it's like an inquisition on do you know your specs and, like, yeah, they want to have argued, a. They, I've argued, and if somebody's a fan or something, you ain't gonna convince them to get nothing else. Like mm-hmm. I've came to blows with somebody over uh, <laughs> Intel versus AMD because th- this African dude was gonna fight me because I told him that the AMD was a good chip. It is not a good chip. <laughs> they want to have a nerd off more than they want to um, have a, a more than they want to buy anything. They just want to be a, 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 a old fashioned to the death nerd off right in the middle of the store. <laughs> right. Like What's I'll the s- clock speed? What's the clock speed? I read on uh, I read on bank, uh, on bankable dot com. It was there that hey 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 hey. What does vagina smell like? Do you right. know? <laughs> like I've seen that in like uh, Game Stops and stuff like that with video games and uh, yeah, I've, I've seen people pull that you know in the Best Buy stuff and you know with the whole like well if you declock it and then you unlock it you like well see you're not even supposed to do that like wow we can't have this conversation both of those things are break the warranty <laughs> like why the fuck would I have that conversation with you bro like I can't condone you uh, fucking up this Best Buy. Right. Shit. I'm glad you told me that because as soon as you leave here with your receipt, I'm going right over customer service and say, hey, he'll be back in here in three weeks because he smoked the shit. Uh, <laughs> open it up. He's a declocker. Well, that's what he does. <laughs> Declockers. We need to have a, a movie about that. Yeah, right. I, I'm, I'm glad I'm not a, like a nerd like that because I just give him that glassed over, lost like a, a, a deer stuck in headlight. Like, nigga, what you talking about? Is if we, we we're not having this discussion right now. Just 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 is is it what I need for for the description that I told you? It need to be fast. My descriptions are easy. I don't care about number no megabytes, no kilobytes, no kilowatts, none of that bullshit. This is what hey. I need to do. Can it do it? Yes or no? That's it. Yeah, but no. hey, if they find they find if they find out you into that though, that's when they're finna go in your pockets though. Because if if you the kind of person that has to have that kind of stuff to live, you're gonna pay for it. Oh yeah. Um, you're gonna pay for it. They don't make no high end, you know, no, no high spec shit. There, so you're gonna pay for it. I like the uh, my favorite thing to watch now. I know this is gonna sound hypocritical, but I'm serious. My favorite thing to watch just I don't want to participate in. I just want to watch is when two nerds have a nerd off and they're equally matched and they go all in on each other. Yeah. I'll, like, I'll stay an extra 10 minutes in a GameStop, dude. Like, I've done it before. I was like, I'm going to browse a little bit more. My, they, but you in line. You know what? I'm Let me go put these back and look at some stuff. Just I want to overhear this shit. Yeah, I want to hear World of Warcraft versus fucking uh, 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 Skyrim uh, for 20 minutes. I, I will listen to two nerds get, uh, they, like, insulting each other's intelligence and shit. Like, it's, it's so it's, fucked up, man. It's, it's, yeah, serious. Yeah, like it, it, it is not a game for them, and comic book people do that too. One time, I was in the comic book line. This old dude literally held the line up for ten minutes talking about Wonder Woman. Yeah, he and, was arguing with the uh, with the guy who owned the store. Yeah, and I was looking like nigga, we. And he was a white dude, but in my mind, I was like nigga, we really gonna stand here ten minutes while you argue, argue with him yeah. about the fifth yes, edition. Yes, you are. Yes, you are right. About yes, Wonder yes, Woman. Yes, and listen to this shit. I was li- yeah, I was like, mm, we can wait. Because <laughs> like, the dude was like, uh, listen, they cannot take liberties with the character like that. <laughs> Betty Brant is a foundation. And I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like, it's a fictional character. The whole thing is a liberty. 
this is and the dude that owns a comic book store is a super nerd by the way there's no because he owns a comic book store yeah, there's no dude that owns a comic book store that don't like comic books i don't Ain't like that the truth it's not like you go to the comic book store and it's like a korean dude in there like like they have at the uh 7-eleven <laughs> they really don't give a fuck he just want to get his money like it's always a dude that's like i got beat up for these comic books and it was the only thing that saved me through puberty so now i'm gonna spread this love to all my other losers right. and he's like i've been losing money for the last 15 years straight i don't <laughs> give a fuck right? these books are not selling i don't care like i just want to talk comic books with grown-ass men um, all day, all yeah, all day, dog. That, that dude all really was arguing day. about Wonder Woman uh, that day, and I was um, I was dying, not dude. Now that y'all brought that up, I want to see these nerd offs in different in different places now, where people can just argue. Like if somebody, I know what happened with car guys; they do that a lot too. But if I could like go to the beauty supply store and see somebody argue. Jackie Weed versus human hell. I, I think I, I think I eat popcorn. I yeah, yeah. Buy popcorn, come back and hear this shit out. I'll instigate. I'll instigate shit. Like, like if somebody, like, it doesn't matter what the topic is, but you know, if if this World of Warcraft versus Fable or some shit, and it's like, well, this is uh because you got massive multiplayer online RPG elements, and then uh, the other one's like, well, yeah, well, I don't need to wait on anybody to play my game, and I'd be like, oh, that's a good point, and then I just walk, step back, <laughs> <laughs> like, go get them, get them some more. <laughs> Random instigating black dude in the background. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't and, take that shit. And you know, when you're talking about hair, it would be like this, it would be like, look. I only use natural. You have the natural versus the perm argument. Like that, now that right yeah. there would be the best. I'm oh. all natural, and the girl was like, mm, "I ain't got no time for that kinky hair. Mm, you be you just fucking with them juices and berries. You better get some relaxer. I don't mess with that creamy crack, girl. This is that conversation. I'm just I'm to let you know this is how this conversation will go. Mm-hmm. Mm. I know that's that that that's gonna end up being a box cutter fight one day. Oh, uh, what? It's yeah. just dead ass serious. I like that's what happened with. I think it's. I don't know what's wrong with human beings. When we lock in the one thing, we it's really not only do I love what I love, but fuck whatever you love. Like, yes. not just I can't just enjoy what I like, but fuck everything that you like. Yeah, as so a that's black, what makes, as that's, a, that's what that would be so interesting to me. Is like how far people go to prove that they love something that they have to say, man, fuck. If like if you would look at like activists are always funny to me. Like you look at Peter, and you look at somebody that's you know maybe advocating for the homeless them two can't stand each other like yeah. if peter found out that homeless dudes made the best food for rescue cats guess what homeless dudes would be missing all over the damn world and <laughs> the, fuck up. <laughs> the other thing too uh when it comes to those that like that type of love and fighting everybody to make them believe whatever you believe it's like uh you i never see people's minds changing like, it never does. You know, and as a black man, I'm scared to have that type of love for anything because I feel like anytime two black people fight, it ends up on World Star Hip Hop. So oh, I don't, want, I don't want to be part of that, man. I, you know, I think I'm just having a legit beef. And next thing you know, man, motherfuckers is like, hey, did you see yourself on World Star Hip Hop, man? You know, it's like, how I get on there? <laughs> yeah, I think niggas just start fighting around filming all this shit. Right? <laughs> yes. You used to have to hear by fights by word of mouth. Like six weeks later, like all oh, this. Video evidence, like right then, like people yeah. just uploading. It's a live stream. You just start swinging, and next thing you know, somebody yelling "World Star Hip Hop," and you, <laughs> you're on, welcome to the internet, motherfucker. Yes. Right. 
Be like, you use that kinky twist? Mm -mm, ain't nothing like that 579 brown soco. What you talking about, girl? <laughs> and uh, it's old, yes, it is. Speaking of Peter, man, I'm I, I like I don't think I can ever be in Peter either, man. Mm -hmm. I realized I realized this the other day. This lady was walking her dog when I was walking in my apartment. And she was kind of close to the door of my apartment, uh, and uh, so I took the long way around her and it was a little punk ass dog too but i don't, it don't matter they got teeth they bite too well it was looking like aggressive like it was like it wasn't acting like a little punk ass dog it was acting like it was gonna fuck me up like it's trying to get off the leash and she was just like acting like it wasn't like hey how you doing i'm like lady get your fucking dog like i don't don't ask me how i'm doing till you got this shit under control i know it's so so she she got a dog and and you know i went in the house and i realized that to me dogs and cats are nothing but beef uh nothing but bees with teeth and claws man like it's just i treat them the same way as if i saw a wasp it's like oh shit a dog like you gotta go yeah let me I walk the other way yeah, to take the long way around i don't want to fuck with you and your dog keep it on the leash part, though, i think everybody in the world is allergic to getting bit in the ass i don't, I don't think nobody <laughs> i know it's so everybody won't love their dog until they dog bite somebody and they know nobody want to get sued that's your motherfucking dog not mine yeah yep Right. I don't even know where you. I might just kick your dog because I don't know how to go about suing a dog. <laughs> I don't know the forms for it. I'm gonna kick your dog if he. Oh yeah, oh yeah. A, a lady almost lost her dog one day. Me and my mother-in-law was walking, and uh, I guess she she didn't want to pay for the electrical fence to kind of shock them once they get to a point. So we was walking, and the dog ran out of its yard and ran towards us. We had these long ass like sticks that people um grow their tomatoes on. So we go like go to Home Depot and buy them long ass like five foot poles. Yeah, they call yeah. tomato steaks. Oh, tomato steaks! Mm -hmm. And that dog started running. We started beating that. We started beating the sticks towards the ground. And I said, "Look here, lady." I made sure I was loud and crystal clear. She was white lady. I said, "If you want your motherfucking dog, you better come get it because it get towards me. I'ma beat him with this goddamn stick." <laughs> Oh, she would have been traumatized forever. She would have been... But that's your fault. Field. Train your dog. It was, it was two black ladies. It's frisky, man. It sticks. <laughs> Fuck you and Fluffy. Right no, no. I was on the street. Fluffy went past his jurisdiction into my jurisdiction. He in my jurisdiction, he get an ass whooping. <clears throat> um, all right. Speaking of jurisdiction, uh, you follow the MMA at all, uh, Saron? Yeah. I do a little bit. I'm I'm um I'm a little bit behind on some of the undercards, but I'm keeping up trying to figure out when the big fights are gonna happen. All right, well this is uh this is some new shit, man. I just heard about um this lady, uh Phelan Fox. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> She's the first transgender MMA fighter. Uh wait wait a minute. Uh born born a man. Phelan Fox became a woman through surgery and then trained to fight in mixed martial arts. Now that she has won her first two MMA bouts, both in the first round, she has gone public as a transgender fighter, the first on record in a popular sport that some consider a successor to boxing. Um, the reaction has been positive, says Fox 37, who revealed her story recent, recently to Sports Illustrated after a journalist with another publication began to investigate her private surgery. It's just some people, some society doesn't get it yet. And this is what we're trying to do now is to inform people and let them know about transgender athletes. Um, so here's my thing, man. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not homophobic really. And, uh, I, I support equal rights and gay rights and all that stuff but um this don't seem right yeah and and and, and, and oh oh you go ahead Sharon, because i about to, I, 
I don't think, yeah, I don't know if this quite is in the realm of equality because if you, I don't think if you had nuts at one time, you're allowed to hit women. Like, even if you get rid of them, like, I, I, she won both of them in the first round. In the first round. And then, like, I also like the timing where it's like, after I whoop your ass, Oh yeah, I used to be a dude. What? Yeah, I used to have I used to have balls. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah well, that's. I wish I had known that going in. You know, I might not have yeah. taken this fight. I might not have taken this fight if I had known you was Doug a few years ago. <laughs> right. Yeah, and and I think that's the part that's kind of unfair. It's okay for you to fight. It's okay for you to be transgender. But the problem is that men are naturally stronger than women so you come in with the advantage already i don't mean no harm like you already come in with the strength advantage so you're gonna whoop most women's ass so it's not like it's a level playing field when asked when asked if it is fair for a man turned woman fighter to face another woman in the ring fox said there was no unfair competitive advantages uh i don't know about that like and and he's in he's in in her mind, you know, in her heart and her spirit, she might be a woman. But I just have to, I would have to, I guess I have to find out more. Is it is she is she really closely, you know, the same biologically? Like is her testosterone levels, mm-hmm. you know, the same as a woman? Is her strength that like I like that? I be that be I be hard pressed to believe she ain't having advantage. Yeah, it's hard for me to believe too, man. Um, what was unfair, her last opponent and her manager say is now Fox, how Fox didn't disclose until after the fight that she had a sex change operation. Um, and that's the thing. If it's not so, um, yeah, if it's yeah, not an advantage, else choice too. You need to be, that need to come up. Yeah. And yeah. If, if it's not an advantage, how come it took someone investigating you having a sex change for you to be able to say like, oh yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, I know she was worried about some ridicule or some. Mm. She would have that would be hard. You know, she'd be hard pressed to start off with that being true. But I, I don't know. If she ain't, she ain't got an unfair advantage. Now she need to. That should have been. If it didn't need to be published, she had, she at least needed to tell the other the fighter that hey, I used to have a dick. I mean, if you still want to fight, that's cool with me. And, and yeah. you know what? And some and, and, and most people probably would have. And then it would have been fair if if both fighters would have known the truth. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I go in there and I get my ass whooped. Cool, because I knew. But is is this it? To me, it's not being uh, truthful. And you do have an advantage because you're not telling the other person that you had a sex change prior to fighting them. That opponent, yeah. Erica Newsom, was knocked out this month with a tie clinch or a knee to the chin. Uh, 39 seconds into the fight without anyone knowing of Fox's background. Shit. 39 seconds? Just, that's, that's what I'm saying. It ain't a lot of knockouts in, 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 in the women's side of MMA. It ain't a lot of knockouts. There's a lot of tap outs and a lot of grounding pounds, but just flat out. I mean, I need to the chin to put anybody down. I don't care if a woman need me in the chin. I'm, I gotta go to sleep soon. Mm. Um, that's, yeah, I will have to see. It's like, is she visibly, like, bigger and stronger than everybody else, or you wouldn't know to look at her? Yeah, um, of course, uh, Newsom, you know, she's a fighter at heart, so she can't say it's fucked up. But she said, uh, it was unfair. I didn't know it, but I, it didn't matter that she fought me. I feel that it should have been disclosed to me ahead of time. So we are aware and able to better prepare for the situation. Yes. Um, although I don't know how you prepare for fighting a, a, a man. Uh, you, you know, but, but, like but someone with a man's strength in the ring. But maybe they, she would have prepared differently. Maybe she would have fought more men. You know what I mean? Like, like, I don't 
don't know. Maybe she would have. It's almost like you. She was like, I can't stand up with this. Yeah. Yeah. It's, she used to have nuts. We need to get, get on the ground. I need to choke this. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, it's like you, you, you're taken away and, and I guess from a fighter's perspective, if I go see tape and things on you, cause you know, they watch tapes and all yeah. this stuff of each other. It's not fair. Cause if I would have known that, I would have made maybe sparred more with men because I go, okay, you're a man. I need to see how my strength compares to it or something. Like she said, it's okay. It's just with the fact that with something like this, you need to be, both fighters need to be informed of this. Because I promise you, if if a woman changed to a man and came, the man going to say, "Well, she should have told me she was a woman." And I think that the the, the, the backlash would have been, "Why dudes beating on a woman?" Yeah, right. um, I mean, so be fair both ways. Yeah, it's, it definitely would. This definitely something you need to. I mean, your your personal life is your personal life, but she came out with it as like, and especially in the, in a case like this, like this ain't like a normal workplace thing. Mm-hmm. Like if she's just somebody's doctor, just somebody's attorney, she ain't got to tell nobody nothing. It don't really affect the situation. But you in a fight, this is a physical one on one fight. This is this is important. You and might there, need to mention this to somebody. And there's a reason, you know, for people that try to take the whole gender equality thing to that extreme. There's a reason that there's men's and women's divisions of the MMA in the first place. So you can't even like try to act like it doesn't matter. Like it definitely matters. And this is definitely a gray area. And, you know, uh, meanwhile, uh, the California State Athletic Commission is reviewing a claim by Fox that her, that the state gave her a fighting license in 2013 when in fact the commission says her license application is still being reviewed. So she might have fought two unlicensed fights. By the, oh. by the way, uh, they said they have not approved it, uh, that all they sent her was a receipt that she paid the fee, but it's still being reviewed. Um, so, uh, and, and she said that, uh, she admitted that she didn't disclose, disclose to boxing authorities that she is a transgender person, but added that she wasn't asked to either. So I was like, I don't need to tell y'all, y'all, y'all didn't ask. So I guess they got to add that question to the application now. That and 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 and, and let's say she would have really uh, fucked this woman up. Like literally, she would well, have like messed up real seconds, bad. Thirty nine seconds. You know, where she been to the hospital, something like that, mm-hmm. and it'd be one of them things where you possibility of lawsuits because somebody could say, "Well, you were a man, you didn't tell me." Right. You know, so it's like. It's okay for you to fight, but be truthful. Like, just come out and say it, and people can prepare differently to fight against you. That's all. Yeah. She would have been talking about the pussy is mine and shit, like Chris Brown. Sneaking <laughs> off key. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Here's, here's um, some advice uh, that we have here. Uh, I thought this is interesting. Uh, Dear Prudence. Oh. My wife and I live in a small apartment at the back of our landlord's lot. They are a sweet retired couple who have been very kind to us. The back door of that house faces our front door. And we walk past it when we come and go. One morning we decided to take our dog on a quick walk before leaving for work, which we normally don't do. When we return, as we came around the back of the landlord's house, we caught the man with his pants down, apparently having sex with his dog. <laughs> He very quickly stood up. Of course, of course, he had to. Uh, he very, he very quickly stood up, pulled up his pants, and acted as if he was tying his shoe or something. How you gonna get caught fucking a dog and be like, "Oh no, I just you know I always tie my shoe." Mm, you gotta be like the other woman. You want some officer? Yeah, and just go back to fucking the dog. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he, apparently he had to you know fuck 
Get, get what the fucking kind of out. advice is he supposed to give him in this situation? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> yeah. What do I do? Well, um, I don't know. I think that stop walking your dog. Don't, I wouldn't go out. Don't go outside. This, I don't know how to <laughs> Stay in the house. It was a situation. Yeah, so, <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, he pulled up, uh, pulled up his pants, act like he was tying his shoe or something. Uh, he's, we said good morning and quickly scooted back into our house. My wife and I both asked what the other saw and we were in agreement that him, it was him having sex with his dog. Um, should we just move out quietly or stay and pretend nothing happened? Do we no, tell you gotta him? Go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that is a cue. For you to go, because ain't no telling else what the fuck he's fucking. Because once you go dog, I don't know where you go after that. Yeah, once you go dog, uh, you never go back. Yeah, he don't he don't really mess with women anymore. Yeah, and then, okay, no, he don't. They they so here's the question they have: Do they move out uh, or quietly or stay and pretend nothing happened? I don't know how you unsee that. By the way, do we tell yeah, his yeah, move out quietly? I wouldn't announce to this motherfucker. <laughs> move out quietly. Move. At the back of the lot. Yeah, All don't sound like a setup. Don't you have a dog? Yeah. Like she, you were walking your dog, so you never know. He might, he might think your dog is giving him the eye too. You yeah, know? Right. And, and the thing about moving out quietly, black folks know about that. When they can't pay rent, they move that shit at like three a.m. in the morning. And right. All yeah. you just come, you like, you know, I'm just returning my key. Now everything's good, everything's clear. Here's my key. All Plus right. every time, find my key in the mailbox. He won't. He'll never even talk to me. <laughs> Plus, every time Fluffy is missing, I'm gonna be like, "Hold up, man! Was the neighbor like? Is I ain't he, that the truth? Is, is he the land- my dog? Yeah, is the landlord out that time this shoe again? Cause uh, this ain't cool. Hey, um, they got to move out quietly and rescue that dog if they can. They got to take that dog with them. <laughs> yeah, that dog getting abused. Dog is in so much pain. That it's- dog is like, I don't, I can't live like this. I can't pick up the phone and call nobody. But I know this ain't right. <laughs> I, this shit, I don't even want to go for a walk no more. Uh, they want to know, do we tell his wife? Would you tell his wife's wrong? I'm pretty sure wives are pretty smart. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she's caught Harold doing this a couple of times over the years. Mm. Oh, so it's like uh, that dude, that white dude named Tom in uh, Roots, where he would be like, "Well, going to smoke me a cigarette and walk yeah. down the uh, walk down the slave lady row. Uh, be back in a little bit." <laughs> and it's like, "You're gonna go fuck them slaves, ain't you? Don't bring nothing back." He's like, oh, "I'm not." But you know what? The the thing about it, Peter finding about a lot of shit. Where is Peter with the dog rape unit? Yeah, exactly. The the, need to get on this. Yeah, DVU. How the hell? uh, That is some of the worst luck I've ever had in my life. I had landlords that wouldn't fix shit, but I ain't never had nobody fixing up pets in the front yard. Well, you're going to have to get your dog fixed so that he won't fix it. Um, Do you confront him directly, Sarone? Would you you go up to him? Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) If you go down the list, if you go down the checklist of crazy and what somebody is capable of doing... Having sex with animals is way down the list, and you run past a lot of more dangerous shit before you even get to having sex with a dog. Ain't that the truth? This uh, is way past hit you in the head with a hammer or stab <laughs> you or choke you in your sleep. Or calling you a cunt? Dog. <laughs> having sex with people is, having sex with dogs is rat. Right above eating people, so it ain't too much farther he can go. I wouldn't just <laughs> <his> <laughs> yeah, I'll just move out. It said we are afraid of getting kicked out for speaking up, but I'm afraid for my wife's safety. They live. <laughs> wait, why are you afraid for your wife's safety? Well, you're right. You know what? It's dangerous enough. They live and take care of several young grandchildren. I'm afraid for their safety too. 
Uh, yeah, sign. Well, okay. See, if it's yeah, you, yeah, pop up can't be fucking the dog. They got they got to, they got to move out and make an anonymous tip that they need somebody need to send somebody out there. Yeah, like you fuck dogs. I know you fuck kids. Yeah. Oh man. Kids the same size as that little fluffy. No, thank you. Oh, uh, it ain't too much that's off the table if he's doing this. Yeah, they definitely got to say something. Uh, Prudence responded, "Yes, your landlord just screwed the pooch." The <laughs> <laughs> So how you gonna have jokes, Prudence? The answer to what you do is contained in your letter. You will worry about the safety of your wife, his grandchildren, presumably your dog. I think concern is justified, and you're describing someone with no sexual boundaries. What he's done, this dog is likely illegal under a specific bestiality statute or uh, an animal cruelty you law. You know what? Depend on the state. You know, some states you can fuck dogs. Well, Florida used to let you fuck dogs. I think they were the last one. The New York dog <laughs> lover was sentenced to more than six years in prison for using his position as a building superintendent to repeat enter an apartment and violate the tenant's Labrador puppy <gasps> as for what you should do I spoke to Maya Christopher executive director of association for the treatment of sexual abusers she said often people who see sexual misconduct don't want to believe their own eyes or don't feel empowered to take action uh, shout out to Penn State thus uh, explain the light the life of Jerry Sandusky uh, Christopher says that when shocking behavior comes from someone you know and like it can be hard, to, hard even harder to report but she points out that seemingly nice people can also be sexually deviant Christopher additionally raises the possibility that grand, the grandfather may be showing signs of dementia that's a sign Oh, fucking dogs is a sign of dementia. I didn't know that. That went in the description last time I checked. Yeah, I woke up with fur in my mouth. I think I got dementia. Um. <laughs> Hello, man. My uncle, my uncle had dementia. He ain't, he ain't do the dog. Yeah, I, I, that's, that's, yeah, I think this that's a, a rational decision. This is a well yeah. thought out plan. All right, I'm going to get up and have some coffee. Right. Why would he fake the, why would he fake the shoe time if he was just dementia? He, I ain't that until right. he just continued fucking the dog. Yeah, he's like, yeah, just, if it was dementia... I do was a mention. He just said, "Bring that dog over here too." And, yes. uh, no, this ain't this ain't dementia. This is a well thought out plan. I yeah. want some of that dog tail. That collie looked like he want to get in on this. Um, no, no. But anyway, uh, it says uh, she's basically said, "Call the police and move out." Uh, so that that's the advice. Now, Sarone, man, we appreciate having you, dog, uh, and coming through doing the show with us, dude. We appreciate you getting silly. Uh, and I know you had a long night and traveling and all that stuff and then the, the losing an hour. Uh, thank you so much for coming through, man. Hey, man, thank you all again, man, for having me on. I always have a good time on the show, man. Uh, I've learned a whole bunch of stuff in the last 30 minutes or so. Uh, <laughs> now i got to be watching out. Yeah, well, make sure y'all follow him. <laughs> but yeah. I appreciate y'all having me on. Thank y'all for letting me talk about the Deceptive Comics again. We're going to um, keep it going. we got another show coming up here soon on March 30th right here in Washington, D.C. The venue is uh, RFD, which is in Chinatown right off, the, um, right off the Green Line Metro. So everybody should, you know, if you follow me on Twitter, keep up with me for the news. We'll be selling tickets soon. So uh, we're we going to keep on working, man. So shout out to the Deceptive Comics if they're out there. And thank you all again for having me, man, for real. No doubt, Anytime. man. We're going to get the other get the other guys on, yeah, too. Yeah, and get you back and, again, uh, sweetie. We'll definitely have you back. And, uh, yeah, go out there. Don't tie your shoe around no dogs. And, uh <laughs> Be safe, Sarone. Follow him on Twitter right, <laughs> at Sarone Russell, and then his uh, his website SaroneRussell dot com. Um, and make sure y'all check out his YouTube page, man. Do got some funny ass stand up yes, on there, and then just like uh, like I said, the, the thing that put me on to him was actually the PS three eulogy 
that he did. Yeah, I, I that, that, sh- that was epic. And, yeah. and if y'all in the Washington, D.C. area, go support, go support our boy. Yeah, man. All right, so, man. All, all right. right. Y'all take it easy. Peace, man. Oh, that was nice, man. So, uh, you ready to get into some more uh, stories and ridiculousness, Karen? Yes, sir. Solo now. Solo how? Um, all right. An Arizona couple is suing a Walmart. Okay. Uh-oh. Maybe we should make this uh, guess the race. Want to play some guess the race uh, chat room? Yes, do this. In 2008, Lisa and Anthony A.J. DeMarie took their three young daughters on a trip to San Diego. They returned home to Arizona and brought photos of their four, five, and eleven and one and a half year old daughters to a local Walmart to be developed. Wow, they still do that. Mm-hmm. Huh. That should that should have been that. Except instead of receiving 144 happy family memor- memories, Walmart beautiful pictures got them. Mm-hmm. Walmart employees reported the Demarees. De- to the Peoria Police Department on the suspicion that they had taken pornographic images of their children. The police in turn called in the Arizona Child Protective Services Agency and the couple lost custody of their daughters for over a month. Oh, shit. They were shocked. Some of the photos are bath time photos, Lisa DeMarie told ABC News at the time. But there are a few after the bath. Three of the girls are naked, lying on the towel and their arms around each other. We thought it was so cute. A Maricopa County Superior Court judge ruled that the photographs were not, in fact, pornographic, and a medical uh, a medical exam revealed no signs of sexual abuse. The girls were returned to their parents. Now, just think about how wow how that would mess up a family. You take away three daughters from the loving arms of their parents, uh, based off of these pictures of them, at, you know, on a family vacation and. You know, playing in the tub. And, and a lot and, of parents may do that, not even really thinking twice. Like if they would have developed it on their own, because you know now they got it where you can develop them on your own. Yeah. At that at kiosk, mm-hmm. versus you take it into the Walmart, and and it's almost like because so many people literally abuse their children, it was like Walmart had no choice but to report them. Yeah, that, you know, and uh, actually somebody said they already knew the race, so I'm not gonna play guess the race, but um. I put the link in the chat room, but it's funny too because uh, uh, for for something like this, you have to think about the fact that their family is being broken up for a month. Yes, and I don't know that it's good to have a kiosk where any you know a child predator can just go and put his pictures through and get them. But they have it. But at the same time, I know it's not good to stop somebody who's you know went on a family vacation and be like you a child predator motherfucker like you know yeah, especially if you didn't see anything graphic or like pornographic or something like someone that, touching them or something and like that and my thing is like they went on a family vacation so it's like you're seeing all the photos of right. all the children and i'm pretty sure when they got a day interview has mommy been touched you inappropriately has daddy been touched you inappropriately and i know it had to be very traumatizing to you know three children to be just basically yanked from their parents and basically put in foster care for a whole month but the damage had been done the couple's name went on the central registry of sex offenders <gasps> and were missed and they missed a year of their children's lives as far as memories go in 2009 the couple sued the city of peoria and the state attorney general's office for defamation they also sued walmart for failing to tell them that they had an unsuitable unsuitable print policy and could turn over photos to law enforcement without the customer's knowledge um now see i guess you know 
actually yeah i actually do side with the parents on that because Mm -hmm. i was gonna say you know if you want to catch someone in the act you can just like send it in but why not just tell people that up front like yo if you send in something that is sketchy uh, we would turn this over to the cops. Oh, uh-huh. and let people know up front that yeah. you know they would have never got it. They would never done. They would never got those photos done there, or they'd have deleted the photos and took them off. Yep. Um, a federal judge in Phoenix sided with Walmart, ruling that the employees in Arizona cannot be held liable for reported reported suspected child pornography the david reese appealed to the ninth circuit court of appeals and on march 6th the hearing uh the court held a hearing before three judges the photos involved were simply child simple childhood nudity the family's lawyers uh richard trianto abc news yeah and i mean if you can watch family guy and they can have stewie naked or bart simpson naked on the simpsons I don't really see how you can say, well, this is child pornography. We've seen commercials on national TV of a baby's bare bottom and nobody's walking around going, this is child pornography. And my thing is also, there was no form of abuse. Now, if they would have been a form of abuse, you know, if they did an investigation, there'd have been a form of abuse. Okay, you had a cage, but there was no form of abuse. So obviously these children were not being abused. Yeah, yeah, this is. It does seem like a bit much, man. Now, you know, I don't know who is to blame here because to part of this to me is like this is a good process to have as far as, you know, if you saw something questionable, you would definitely want uh, it looked into. Yes. Like you don't want to discourage people for looking into a child possibly being sexually exploited or whatever. That's true. But at the same time, no one saw, you know, this coming like no the police did it got by the police it and, got by and, child services like no one at any point went you know what this is probably not uh this is probably not what you guys think it is and my thing is that people watch america's funniest home videos you see naked kids on there all the time yeah so sweet taking sexy. baths i mean i'll just mm-hmm. take a bath into that and it's one of those things where i've heard elon said this it's one of those things where where they have a lot of rule and sometimes they want to apply rules blanket towards every situation, right. which I completely understand. But it comes to a point where sometimes common sense has to kick in and you got to be like, you know, what? we're wasting our time on this particular situation. Yeah. I mean, some people call it America's funniest home videos. I say America's sweetest, sexiest young children videos. And no, I don't. Naked in the nude, running around, slaying, slipping slides. Am I right, fellas? Mm, 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 mm. I'm just you. Um, but but yeah, I, I know I, you are. But no, I do think that uh, it is ridiculous mm. that you would stoop to that immediately, and that it went up all these ladders, and nobody was like, we did it, you know. Like, obviously, these people were not uh, child predators or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now they're suing Walmart, and they're probably gonna get paid, man. I um, would too, especially if they don't have anything written in their policy saying that they're doing this. Mm-hmm. Even still, even if they did, I still feel like it's kind of a stretch. But okay, yeah, you're right. You didn't tell me, and uh, you made me lose a year of custody or a month of custody. Yeah, or whatever. My children, my children, tear my household apart, put me on a sex offense. Do Do you know how how much these people's lives have been ruined for you putting them on a sex register uh, list? Right. Um. All right. Let's get back to some guest rights here. Now, our other big story involves another local school employee allegedly behaving badly. New tonight, a former worker accused of sending nude pictures to underage students is out of jail. We first told you about 43-year-old Jody uh, Honorado last night at 11. She resigned this week from her job at Vanguard High School in Ocala. 
Now, Local 6's Amaka Ubaka is live in the neighborhood in Ocala where she lives. And Amaka, how did police even find out about this? Well, Jessica, actually, the mother of one of the victims actually confronted her son after she'd heard rumors around school that her son had naked pictures of an employee. Her son did admit to having dozens of pictures on his cell phone, but he'd erased them so police didn't see them. Now, Ocala police say 43-year-old Jody Honorado, seen here, sent pictures to her first victim sometime in the fall of last year. She has since posted bond and is back at home in this neighborhood. We knocked on her door, but no one answered. The first victim says he got naked pictures of Honorado when he was an 11th grader and still a minor. The second victim is 17 years old and told Ocala police he received 26 naked pictures of Honorado as recent as January. Now, the Vanguard High employee told police that she had sent photos of herself to both students and she did it all for attention. She also told police that since she has apologized to the, the victims, uh, the victims' mothers and apologized for what she did. Jessica? And Abaka, do we know if she went any further with either of these students beyond just those pictures? Well, one of the victims admitted to police that he had been sending some texts that were sexual in nature back and forth with her, but they never met up for any type of physical encounter. Jessica? I actually appreciate this uh, report because it's a woman sending pictures to boys, and they actually were referring to them as victims as opposed to... they are. Yeah, as opposed to most of these reports make this, like, value judgment that somehow a boy can't be a victim of of anything sexual from a teacher uh, if it's a woman, and especially if it's a woman that is, quote-unquote, attractive, then it's like, oh, no, 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 that's different. This is not, uh, you know, there's there's nothing wrong. He should be lucky. So let's check the chat room for Guess the Race. Whiter than a college in Iowa. White tea loving fucking love. White tea love fucking with the kids. I hate you, Jody White. This teacher will go on a, to an illustrious career as a highway fruit merchant Latina. Mayo nigga. Uh, peak nipply areola. Elmer's glue white. White, white, wiggity white. One who pretends they were just doing their shoes up white. Uh, one who feeds their dog cheese in the bed. Cheese eating dog fucker mashed potato white. The correct answer is white woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll put the link in the chat room because what's also funny too is like a lot of times if the woman is semi attractive, then it's like seen as no harm, no foul. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think, but, they, but they've been, these boys, little boys have been abused. It's like, if it was little girls, you've been abused. Yep. All right. Let's do some more guests to race people. Hope everybody's got their races. Here we go. With Barbies growing up. Did you ever play with Barbies growing up? You gotta see this. One Tampa man is showing off his collection of more than two thousand dolls. Oh, Florida! Oh, you're making them little girls jealous. Stanley, the Barbie man's house is a wall-to-wall shrine of all things Barbie. Stanley has more than two thousand dolls. They each live in their own collectible case. The collection is valued at more than eighty thousand dollars. Shit! <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think he's gonna be a guest on Cold Slither next week, so that's good. Anytime <laughs> <laughs> I'm at at a garage sale. Or an estate sale or a flea market, I see anything pink, your eyes go direct. My eyes will definitely go directly to it. And I'm like, is it Barbie? You know, it is about, you know, your childhood. Now, obviously, you, as you can hear from his voice, this guy's straight as a whistle. So 
no uh no guess the no guess the sexual preference okay just guess no, the race just guess the race stanley has barbies that date back to 1962 he says he's easily found dolls at garage sales and many people don't realize how much they're worth all right so um guess the race in the chat room of stanley the barbie collector um shout out to florida uh Waylon smithers yellow chris hemsworth Future SVU episode white. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Check his Polaroid pictures and see which one's getting developed. He might be hanging around little little girls. One who stole Africans, 40 year old virgin, don't touch my dick, it's a collectible white. <laughs> Betty, <laughs> Betty White's mom white, Star Trek white. That just melted wax on my the Barbie Florida Hillbilly Cracker. Correct answer is white. Mm hmm. He is a white man with a Barbie collection worth more than your car. So, uh, Yes, sir. Yeah. And he had a big flowery shirt on. I was like, man, this dude is trying to break the comment section. Um, <laughs> I know with that shirt. Speaking of dogs, we talk about this on the show all the time. Uh, another, another time it happened. I don't know how people keep doing this. A 14-month-old boy was at his babysitter's house in the town of Walworth on Wednesday afternoon when two of the two of them when two of them were attacked by a pair of dogs. The boy died at a children's hospital hours after the attack. Oh. Susan the Wiki 30 was babysitting the child at her home when her two pit bulls attacked around 12:45 p.m. A Wiki was taken to Mercy Walworth Hospital, but there was no update on her condition. Uh, Nigber said, "Who's Nigber?" Oh. And Wiki was taken to the hospital, uh, Nigbar, I guess that's a police officer. Mm hmm. Okay. Anyway, said, <laughs> what a terrible name. Said the sheriff's office, uh, is still conducting a death investigation today at her home. There's no criminal charges in the case so far unless something drastically changes. The investigation will likely not be a criminal one. Uh, and I'll tap to the schedule on the child, man. Like, and see, I have, I have an issue with this. It's okay if you have dogs. It's okay if you own dogs. It's okay if you love your dogs. Just don't fuck them. The only problem I have is that you are accountable for your dog. And if you know your dog drags you down the street, you need to have better control of your dog. I think if you own a dog, you need, you need, uh, what is that, the dog training? Mm-hmm. Where the commands and all that stuff? I think that ought to be mandatory. Because, uh, because the thing about dogs, dogs are not people. They're, they're just not. And it's one of those things where Fluffy stop, Fluffy stay, Fluffy stay put unless you went through training with a dog. That dog don't do whatever the fuck it wants to do. And if it doesn't want to tax me, I have the right to sue your ass. He's your baby, he's your buddy, he's your pal till he bites my ass and nobody wants to be here fucking accountable for their dogs. Yeah, and I don't understand the whole mentality of like, well, it's a pit bull, so, uh, you know, you can't really do blah, blah, blah. It's like, I, it doesn't matter um, that you like this breed of dog and all this shit. Fuck. Like, when are we going to be able to say, like, uh, if it appears to be more dangerous than other dogs, you know, and, and that you can't trust dogs around little kids that can't protect themselves and stuff. Like, you know, I don't it doesn't matter that 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 you think that you got it under control. Everyone that involved in these situations thinks they have it under control, too. Like, to me. Uh, having a, a, a attack dog like that in your house is like having a fucking gun almost. Like, you know, you can't, you gotta be, you have to be responsible yes, you do. about who you have it around, what kind of training it has, how, what kind of, uh, when it, how is it let loose, how it's not. You know, I, I don't want to hear that, uh, you know, I got it all under control because 
is apparently that's not enough and now another little kid is dead because somebody thought they had it all under control and i'm not even looking for these articles if i was putting a google alert for a child killed by by a a dog like you know you know how fucking often we get hits with that a lot and i think the issue that i have is that oh we're not gonna press charges why i lost a child I lost yeah. a child and nobody's held accountable. Well, that's not. They say it won't be criminal charges, but we'll see what happens. We'll see, because it's not a premeditated murder, but it seems like somebody should have to do something. Yes, like a, a child is dead. I'm not saying you got to go to jail, but you need to find something. something. Uh, speaking of dogs, uh, I'm not an extremist. I don't hate dogs. Okay, and this is how you know. On Friday night. A man accused of viciously attacking a young dog with a sword in Spring Lake, North Carolina. Oh, North Carolina. You happy, chill? Hmm? Turned himself into police. According to Saturday's WTVD News, the man believed to be responsible for Sunday's attack is 36-year-old Lawrence Dyson. Guess the race. Following his surrender to police, he was charged with felony cruelty to animals. The victimized dog, Gunnar, is still recovering from the savage attack, which left him missing large chunks of flesh from his leg and face. The dog, described as a shepherd mix, was taken into the taken in by the rescue organization Noah's Ark Rescue, and the person who owned him prior to the attack was relinquished uh, ownership. Gunnar was attacked last Sunday and discovered by his owner two days later. The dog, really, two days later? Wow! What kind of owner is that? Uh, the dog was given to animal control. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, it was discovered later by his owner on that Sunday. Two days later, the dog was given to animal control, who in turn contacted Noah's Ark Rescue for assistance. Authorities released Dyson on a $5,000 unsecured bond. Following Gunner's progress, uh, you can click some link and they'll take you to there. Um, but yeah, he attacked a dog with a sword. You can't trust these motherfuckers that own swords. They out here attacking dogs, y'all. Okay, this has been a bad show for dogs. They're killing babies. They're getting fucked by the by landlords, and now people hitting them with swords. I don't know what's going on. Okay, um, so yeah, that, just be careful with that. Guess the race. Uh, Game of Thrones reject. That's white. Ichigo's return. White uh, wanted the name wanted the name King Black. Um, well, uh, lips are Kool-Aid red on this Sambo and he went chimp boat to boot. Cracker ass cracker, Latino white folks ain't killing dogs. Duncan McLeod of the clan McLeod white. Uh, the correct answer is Latino. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Latino. Gotcha. But y'all didn't see that coming, I did know, you? I didn't. All that racism in the chat room and y'all was all wrong. Mm hmm. You can check it out for yourself. I'll put the link in there. Um, <laughs> we talked about this on the last show, but uh, on the Thursday show, but now I have a picture. Uh, a man in Colorado Springs said he opened the door to his apartment and his angry neighbor went, went ham. You know, we talked about this uh, the other day, but now we have races and you guys can guess the race. Tuesday. A man in Colorado Springs is sharing his frightening story of opening his door to an angry neighbor swinging a sword. Happened Tuesday morning at the West Wind Apartments. Kenneth Sipe says when he opened that door, his neighbor went after him with a samurai sword. I've never been so scared about one thing in my life. I can relive it in my mind, and I, I see my daughter going crazy, then I'm, I'm fighting this guy with this sword, and it's like I'm fighting for my family's life right now. 
Even after surgery, Sipes is not sure if he will ever regain full use of his hands. He says he's had mm. problems with the neighbor, Sean Knapp, but never expected anything like this. Knapp has been arrested. Man, what's terrible is like if he played video games before that, man, he might not be able to play anymore. Let's check the chat room. Guess or the race off. of Mr. Yeah, or Jack off. Even worse, Karen. You're right. That is actually the hell that is worse than video yeah, games. Both his hands is fucked up. Uh, guess the race. Vivica A. Fox and Kill Bill Black. Ghost Dog. Bruce Leroy Black. Deleting emails. Rod Black. Sticky Fingers on that terrible Blade TV show. Oh, I fucked with that show so hard. So bad, but I loved it. Bonkai, nigga, Bonkai. One who watches chop sake flicks and wants to learn kung fu. Show enough black. Darth Vader wanna be a cheese fucker. Afro samurai, correct answer is black. Mm-hmm. It was black man, Kenner Sipes, attacked by his neighbor with a sword, and his hands are wrapped up in bandages that are ridiculous. Yes. Now Karen, what was the clue? How'd you know he was black? The voice. Yeah, yeah, I, I knew it too. I knew it too. That's how I knew it. Plus, he had his daughter with him, uh, and she was uh, running around, not helping while he was getting killed. Bitch, I hell went combed. Uh, here's another. Uh, this is a guest to raise. This is just a crazy article, especially in light of what we talked about yesterday on the podcast. Um, Fox 5 has learned a racially charged phrase has an Atlanta City supervisor in trouble and will cost taxpayers money. Now, city officials say co-workers heard the supervisor utter the words and top city officials say that kind of language has no place in the workplace in 2013. Fox 5's Morris Diggs is live tonight with details. Morris? So, now, what do y'all think the racial slur could be? Mm-hmm. They got somebody in trouble. A racially charged phrase. Hmm? Mm, gotta have nigga in it somewhere. Let's see. What did he say? Well, this airport supervisor used the phrase angry black woman. Right. Now, see, we all know it's angry black lady. Shout out to Amanda <laughs> Gandhi. Exactly. This is why it's a very thin line between what is appropriate and what's not. Angry black woman. You lose $45,000 getting sued. Angry Black Lady is just a nice website you can go and learn about everything that's going on with her. So, you know. Now, that phrase has been uttered before. You may have heard it in the movies. But the workplace, government, any place is not make-believe. And now City Hall with a check has made good for the embarrassment caused this female employee. Outside the Atlanta City Council chambers, a yellow banner hangs for Black History Month. It's been celebrated for decades in February. In 2013, council members would not have believed that a workplace situation at Hartsfield-Jackson Airport landed on their desk. He routinely called her an angry black woman on the job when she challenged him on legitimate issues. Out of this workplace discrimination, we're... So this is what that trolling can get you in real life, I guess. You're going to lose real dollars because them dollars is real. <laughs> right. We're going to probably pay out about $45,000. The city writes another check due to an ill-advised statement made by a white male supervisor to a black female subordinate, one whose job evaluations have been called exemplary. It's different if you're calling somebody angry and you're trying to calm them down by telling them what they're doing wrong. But as far as telling them, hey, you're an angry black woman or, you know, whatever. I mean, we don't hear it a lot saying angry Asian woman. 
outside of government. We tried to gauge what citizens think well, about. No fairness, that's because Asian women are so docile, you know. So. This encounter, one that had been repeated several times, and witnessed by coworkers, according to authorities. Shit. So if you have passion, if you have integrity and opinions, and you happen to be. All of that happens to be couched in this face, and you express that you're an angry black woman. Man, I'm no, I'm not to not to go against the grain here, but uh, these these ladies they interviewing look pretty upset to me. Mm-hmm. I'd even say they look angry. angry. Me too. So the unnamed airport supervisor left the city employment while the investigation was underway. The female subordinate, she's also no longer at the airport, but the city offered her and she accepted a job in a different department. Live from Buckhead, I'm Morse Diggs, Fox 5 News. All right, thank you very much. Uh- All right, so um, <laughs> I just like I just think that it that it's crazy that this costs somebody money, and it, I, it, it obviously depends on how it was used and stuff, but there's no way in the workplace it's going to be appropriate to belittle somebody by referring to their gender and their race. You know what I mean? You have seminars. You go through classes. They sit and you watch these these silly-ass 1980 videos where they shit show show you people in red blazers about how not to talk to employees and how not to treat employees. You don't talk about race, religion, creed, or color. And And the problem is that he did it in front of other people. That was the problem. So it's not a him against her. It's a it's a him against every her and everybody else that heard it. Exactly. So it is, and it's definitely used to admonish her. It said anytime she challenged him that he do this in front of other employees, like you know, good. He he should be in trouble, and uh, it should cost the city some money. And you know, learn how to fucking talk to people, man. Ain't that the truth? And he did the right thing. He was like, I'm gonna lose my job anyway. I'm out. Yeah, and it's not like you can do that in the workplace to other people. It's not like you go around. Well, he's just an angry white man. Like we don't do that. So we don't. Clearly, you were relying on that stereotype to make her shut the fuck up um all right police in oklahoma say they made a bizarre discovery when searching a woman in their custody police found the woman lingering in a parking lot overnight monday a drug sniffing dog let officers know she needed to be searched they took her back to the police station where she was booked that's when a female officer noticed the handle of a revolver sticking out from inside the woman wow that's right karen pussy pistol Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. How deep is your love, really? Vagina gun. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's right. Vagina pocketbook. Vagina <laughs> purse. Did you have side pockets too for a change? I don't know. I don't know. It was a five-shot uh, revolver. It was loaded. And as she turned around, she saw... Uh, more plastic baggies, larger plastic baggies, uh, wedged in the uh, crack of her buttocks. <gasps> sorry, she filled both holes up. Mm-hmm. Damn, she is a walking pocketbook, ain't she? She had a gun and some meth, you know? Did she have ink pens <laughs> and the wallet like I do in my pocketbook? She had credit cards. <laughs> yep, yep. Wedged in the uh, crack of her buttocks. What? Uh, say the woman has a long criminal record. She now- That's the uh, news reporter, by the way. <laughs> yes, she 
This first time she knew her, he be like, "Man, she had her car keys. She, 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 she had cough drops. You know, she, she, she wanted to, wanted to be sure that whenever she's out and about, she was, she was always." You know what? I, I, I wonder, is it one of the things, if somebody come attack, you punch yourself in the stomach and the gun fall out and you shoot you shoot somebody? Like, how, how do you get it out if, <laughs> if you need it in quick quickly? Yeah, I just like that it is the um, same as uh, the our podcast where apparently this news anchor lady doesn't read any of the stories in advance. <laughs> no! She's just like, what? She is shocked. She is shot. What, what, what did she do? She, 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 she tickled her clitoris and it fall out of her ass. I don't understand. I don't understand. How did she get this out quickly? Well, some, uh, some people, some women have squirting, uh, orgasms. She has shooting orgasms. Yeah, shooting bullets. Yeah. What? Uh, Gordon says the woman has a long criminal record. She now faces drug possession charges and charges for trying to smuggle a gun into jail. <laughs> that is all that's not us no no that's her this woman is just like shocked yeah like if it, it, I, I think she was like wait a minute am i really hearing what i'm hearing you gotta be kidding me i want to know if it's uh safe sex is her putting a condom on the gun or her just putting a safety on the gun you know i would say safety mm. huh. the old caboose pistol everybody has one <laughs> what do you get no caboose pistol huh <laughs> Pretty sure that the, the vagina is not the caboose, sir. No, that but that is the anus. <laughs> not sure what. Not sure how you've been doing it all yeah, these years. Yeah, he, he he need to get on top of his game. Yeah, I don't know what he's been up to. His wife's been mm-hmm. telling him some tales out of school. Yeah, boys, you shooting up the ovaries, ain't you? Mm-hmm. Hey, don't knock it till you've tried it. Did he just say don't knock until you try it? Yeah, and then somebody <laughs> played a gun. Somebody played a gun sound too. Hey, don't knock until you've tried it. Oh, professional news for you. I had a machine gun in there. Yeah. I'm sorry, we're getting off track. <laughs> they got jokes. Here's what I would like. I I wish they showed the next story because in my mind the next story is like something really sad too. Yes, you know they're trying to keep straight faces. <laughs> but, no, I mean, in my mind it's like you know like <laughs> I know someone can put a machine gun up there. <laughs> uh, coming up next, uh, three kids dead in uh, Chicago suburbs. We'll be right back. They can transition quick. <laughs> what would you do if your baby was born dead? This mother tells you up next. What would you do if your baby was born with a vagina gun? Next. Dog rape. Coming up next on the news. Um, but yeah, I just thought this story was ridiculous. Um, guess the race. Uh, the lady with the, uh, vagina pistol. Um, let's see. We in charge, white girl from Hustle and Flow. Angry black woman. Police had drug sniffing dogs out of nowhere. Must be Jasmine Kashmir, expert analyst. Jasmine Kashmir is an expert analyst. Okay, okay. Um, not my go-to. I went with Aurora Jolie. Cherokee, Christopher Walken, Pulp Fiction White. <laughs> uh, Woody, uh, adventurous, milky, white woman, Foxy Brown, black, insect in the space program. The correct answer is... A white lady. Mm-hmm. She was white, y'all. Of course she was white. Who would uh, possibly even think of something this diabolical? Yeah, if they were like, they'd have found some number five kinky here, I'd be like, oh, she black. <laughs> it was like, uh, she's kept a pistol in her nappy dugout. Uh, ah! According to this. 
Um, and they like, she put out some Texas Pete. I'm like, black. Back to guess the race. According to a police report, <laughs> wait, Clifford Smith is facing charges of civil assault and vandalism after he reportedly choked a wheelchair bound woman for eating the last piece of chicken at a dinner gathering. Why? Are you serious? According to a police report, Smith, 44 years old, and some other people sat down for dinner on Sunday evening. When there was only one piece of chicken left, an unidentified woman who was physically disabled reached for the piece and began eating it. Smith had his eye on the last piece of chicken and became enraged when he saw the woman grabbing for it. Smith then yelled that he wanted the chicken and allegedly lost control of his emotions at the dinner table. Investigators state Investigators state that Smith first struck the woman. He then picked up a beer bottle and smashed it against the wall. <gasps> so that pussy is mine. Mine, baby. Uh, dinners, uh, diners couldn't believe what they were witnesses. He, he's witnessing. He did the roadhouse. You know what I mean? Yeah, witnessing. <laughs> ah. He did a roadhouse and smashed a beer bottle against the wall and was like, bitch, I kill you. I kill you, bitch. Spit that chicken out. I roll your ass out of here. <laughs> and spent all this money on this Texas Pete for this. Uh, diners couldn't believe what they were witnessing. The Pacolet or Pacolette, South Carolina man, then took his hands, placed them around a woman's neck, and proceeded to choke her as she defenselessly sat in her wheelchair. Oh, yeah, game day bucket go boom, indeed. You know what? I I, I wish this lady would have had one of the one of the wheelchairs that was like motorized and rolled over his ass. As the victim scrambled to dial nine one one on her cell phone, Smith reportedly snatched it from her, smashed it into pieces. Like the pieces of chicken he didn't get to eat. <laughs> Police were summoned by yes. witnesses and Smith was All placed those pieces, under he's seen the crumbs he wasn't chewing on. <laughs> I just, I, I've never been this furious about chicken, but I feel like this would make the best chicken commercial of all time. <laughs> yes! Like if they would just end that shit and be like, Popeyes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Louisiana fast. Yeah, Louisiana fast, you know. They just had a Popeye's lady come out of the kitchen and go, boy, I got some more chicken right here. Get your hands off that crippled woman's throat. <laughs> Man, that is amazing. Like, I've, how the fuck do you get that mad over chicken that you actually and you act like you ain't going to be able to eat again. Yeah, like, go to the store and get some more chicken. You don't kill Good somebody. Part of Popeye's right next to the event. Come Cliff, on, dog. Come on, Cliff A.B. Uh, guess the race chat room of, uh, Mr. Clifford Smith. Clifford the big black negro. <laughs> Chris Rock bigger and blacker wound. Wolf Coon who wanted the chickens out of the coop. Mimi T-H-O-D man, black. Stand up in it, old school toothpick chewing watermelon seeds, speaking jive speaking nigger. Come on over, Cletus Black. <laughs> Come on over. A nigga that would get in the limo to pick up his food stamps on some old dirty bastard shit. Met the man's real name is Clifford Smith, black. Chris Rock's dad after someone said eat the big piece of chicken. Rarely seen character in the Peanuts uh, comic. Uh, yeah, the correct answer is Cripple Choking Coon uh, is black, right? It's a black dude. Um uh, let me go put this one in the chat too. I, I just put the other oh, article uh, in the chat about the coochie pistol, uh, as Elon calls it, uh, pistol pa- pistol pussy pistol as I like to call it. Um, and uh, here's the one about the big piece of chicken. 
um now karen what was your hint that he was black what was the clue that you would have used fighting over chicken come on dog it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably a wing too much probably probably a big ass piece of breast <laughs> for me the uh the clue was his first name was clifford i don't know no white people named clifford so uh <laughs> clifford that dude that dude choked a woman in a wheelchair over chicken. Come on, chicken doll. Chicken. I hope it was fried. Now, if that had been like baked chicken, I'd be like, okay, white. Yeah. Um, no. Rotisserie chicken, I'd have said white. Barbecue, you know. Mm-hmm. But when you say fried, black. Yeah. Um. No Uh. Uh, no actual uh, guest to race on this. This is just uh, something interesting people sent me on Facebook. Apparently, there's a Facebook group for White History Month. It has about 50,000 likes. Oh, I thought White History Month was all year long. Am American, I the only one that missed this one? American White History Month. Good morning to all my white brothers and sisters. I have this on my mind this morning. We have been hit with a wave of trolls here lately, but my favorite one was telling everyone he was connecting names and was going to report us to our bosses. That is normal liberal thinking to try to get someone fired. We also had another black page attacking us, Queen B. I have to laugh at these idiots thinking they are scaring our people. You can come on here and attack all you want, but you cannot keep a white man or woman down. We sure can't, no matter how hard we if we, they, we imaginarily try. If they were smart enough, where? What you mean, were? Mm-hmm. If they were smart enough to read the history books, they would see that white people are the reason they are where they are today. Where where they are today. T H E I R. But that's the truth though. That that you, we are here because y'all came over there, enslaved us, bought us over here by boat. Yeah, yeah. We are here because of you. Thanks for all the support. I am very proud to be white and look nothing is going to change that. Wake up, you bunch of racists, laugh my ass off. S slash F, whatever. Yeah, that and means. my thing is that there's nothing wrong being happy about your race. There's nothing wrong being proud of your race or anything like that. But it's amazing. You know what? Am I, and, and, and I guess people of color and people of brown tone, are we the only ones that get that all history and American history just about is white history? Uh, like, like maybe I'm the only one not paying attention and it's all black history and a you know, a few droppings of white history and I'm the only one here in reverse. I don't know, baby. Let me know. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I just appreciate this site so much. I wanna join them. You ought to. So uh they they keep sending pictures and stuff and posting the updates. Somebody sent out a random link um to get some some uh money donated to an account. And it just was like a click. You click on the link and it's a PayPal that says, how much do you want to donate? Doesn't even say what it's for. Doesn't say who it's to. And I saw somebody was updating and they were like, yeah, I just gave money to that. I hope it's legit. Uh, if not, I will be canceling it in my PayPal transaction. It's like, she doesn't even know. Wow. Yeah. Like I, I would join this group. The only problem is I don't want to troll them. And I also don't want to actually be affiliated with these motherfuckers, you know. Um, so I'm just yeah. Be proud of your race. Be proud of whatever color, skin tone you are. Be proud and be happy. But the problem is that I have is that uh, the statements are very stupid. 
yeah in my mind by the way a black dude is in charge of this page and he's just using these white people because there's stuff on here where it's just like gun control there's uh homophobic stuff on here like there's a picture that says i like my coffee like i like my uh women without a penis you know oh, oh okay so it's just random white shit where just people commenting and liking every status that he says just a bunch of white people trolling or being ridiculous um they say uh, this is a page for where white americans can learn about white history and current events that affect us in our future it also where everyone can learn about our heritage please share this page and tell your friends about us so yeah in no way should the information on american white history month be used for hatred anti-semitism racism or violence or to commit any illegal act against any person of color this page is about the information education of whites and the preservation of our unique heritage be respectful and polite and treat each other uh treat others as you want to be treated but remember truth is not racist and facts are not hate anti-white leftist trolls who have diligently worked to report any and all posts to facebook in order to get the administrators our fans and even a page banned if only they would work that hard in the private sector stay <laughs> stay connected it was like, outside quit being lazy fighting against us yeah oh man you can also find us at the tea party community tea party community.com dot a w h m so yeah and and, and and it's amazing how uh, people can do this and like say that but not realizing that for for people of color just that whole concept is racist white history month word yeah yeah it's ridiculous um let's get into a few more guests to race uh over here karen um first of all Edmonds, Washington, a surly sword-wielding Starbucks customer led Edmonds police on a high-speed chase Sunday afternoon. Employees at Highway 99 Starbucks told police at roughly 3.30 p.m. a man with a sword entered the store and became confrontational with employees. As Edmonds police officers pulled into Starbucks, they saw the armed man in the parking lot. The officers told him to stop, but the man instead got into his car and sped away. Officers gave chase. The speed soon reached nearly 100 miles per hour with the suspect running numerous red lights. They were flying. The officers called off the chase and warned nearby police agents to be on the lookout for the man. Back at the Starbucks, police learned that the man had been following and harassing a female Starbucks employee. The 22-year-old woman told police she recognized him from the local community college she attends. She said the pair had a class in common, and he had somehow found out where she works and had taken to bringing her gifts. (gasps) Oh! On Sunday, the man tried to contact the employee and was told to leave. By the way, am I, I kind of want to know if she was accepting his gifts or not. Yeah, that might make a difference. You know, not that anyone deserves to have a sword pulled on them and mm-hmm. whatnot, but it does make you wonder, like, what, what was there any moment, like, is she even going to blame herself to be like, you know, I did take that watch, you know, I you probably know, or, 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 or I'm on it. She might have said just no the whole time. He's like, I ain't giving up. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a stalker. Yes, if, you know. I mean, the funny part, even if she would have accepted it, yeah, it you, don't make you're it still right. Wrong. Yeah, it don't make it right. I was just wondering, like, because I, you know, it, this is the kind of thing that I might think or do, where it's like someone's like, "Hey, I just wanted to give you this thing." It's like, "Oh, well, you didn't have to, but that's nice. Thank you for these chocolates. I appreciate it." And then two weeks later, they're showing up with swords and shit. Like, you owe me, motherfucker. It's like, I just, oh, I thought we were classmates. Yeah, I, I didn't realize we went from chocolate straight to swords. I thought that we skipped some levels. Uh, on Sunday, police say the man tried to contact the employee and was told to leave. He did, but came back 
soon afterwards armed with a sword the man didn't threaten anyone directly with the sword though police say he did reach for the female employee investigators traced the man to his address um well sheriff deputies took uh went to look for the, for him there 7 45 p.m deputy spotted the man parked in his car outside the home Edmonds officers along with the K-9 unit arrived at the house and tried to get the man out of his car. He refused. So police shot out his rear window using a less lethal sage round. The man then decided to get out of his car and was arrested. The 30-year-old was booked into the county jail for attempting to elude police. We playing guest erase and no. No guest erase. Just crazy ass sore motherfuckers. And you guys need to get your shit under control, Scarfinger. A Louisiana man <laughs> is suing a fertility clinic uh, and an ex-girlfriend after the sperm bank handed over two vials of his sperm and a paper lunch sack uh, to the woman. What kind of sperm bank is this? You get sperm and, and, and lunch and a sandwich? <laughs> right. Here's your sperm and your ham and cheese you requested on don't, rye. Don't let your apple touch the sperm. Um... Two vials of his sperm in a paper lunch sack to the woman who then conceived the child without his permission. Lawyer Cade Bernson accuses Toby Duvall of having bluffed her way into getting the sperm and created a baby without a, her ex-boyfriend Lane Harden's consent purposefully, purpose, purposefully out of vindictiveness and to punish him for breaking up with her. Oh, oh so basically she went to the sperm... My, there's so many questions I had here. Number one, mm-hmm. I didn't know you could have sperm with with the lunch. Number two, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that she basically went through illegal channels to get herself pregnant by him. But I went, it's your baby. Yeah, I wonder if she was planning on like suing him for child support or what. Probably so. Um, so Harden also alleges the sperm bank and an affiliated fertility clinic had an utter lack of safeguards and protections. Yes. Now Harden could be asked to pay child support for the two year old boy, despite never authorizing the use of his sperm or having met the child. In 2002, Lane Harden, 44, and then girlfriend, Catherine LeBlanc, 40, agreed to freeze Harden's sperm after having a son who is now 12. And Harden decided to undergo a vasectomy. Uh, Bernson, who represented both Harden and LeBlanc, said the couple signed a contract with the sperm bank, giving any future access to the sperm solely to LeBlanc if she decided to conceive another child. They paid annually to keep the sperm cryogenically frozen. The couple subsequently broke up, and Harden began dating Toby Duvall. Harden and Duvall had a volatile on-and-off again relationship that ended two years ago. Harden and LeBlanc allege that Duvall in 2011 walked into the Texas Andrology Services sperm bank and asked for and was given Harden sperm. So it looks like there's three people involved. There's Lane Harden, who is uh, the guy who donated the sperm. Mm-hmm. His old girlfriend, Catherine LeBlanc, who uh, apparently, you know, they, they broke up or whatever. And... She uh, began, uh, or Lane Harden, the dude, began dating Toby Duvall. And I guess Toby Duvall is a woman. I'm assuming so. I think that's right. Yeah. And and so, okay. So two of them made an agreement. Who is it? Uh, the dude and the, and the, and the Blunt made an agreement that uh, if you decide, you have permission to use this sperm, right? Yeah. Okay, now the other lady is a lady that got pregnant, which don't have shit to do with 
with the agreement that the first two have. Right. So okay, the but they third, know she don't have access to it. Then. Yeah, the third. So it wasn't even involved in the first agreement. She, no. the new ex girlfriend, went and got the sperm, which is illegal. You're breaking the contract. Went next door to an affiliated, obstetrical. Uh, uh, okay, obstetrical. Uh, and gynecological, gynecological associated fraternity clinic and was inseminated. OGBYN. Mm-hmm. And they had a written contract that specified only two people that could access the sperm, yet the sperm bank let someone walk in off the street, take two vials of sperm in a paper lunch sack. They never checked. That's what's frightening. Yes. Rep- and I would sue the hell out of them. A representative for the sperm bank said, no comment. Duvall had a son, now two, with the sperm. But Harden has never met the boy. Both parties live in a small town, and neighbors tell the man the boy looks like him, adding to his personal anguish. Harden's lawyer said the man may ultimately be forced to pay child support. Wow. Which is sad, but yeah. That That, that is insane. Um, Duvall is represented, represented by, you know, who cares? This case involves the life of one innocent child. Soon, 12 men and women will see all the evidence and make a decision based upon the true facts of the case. It is not fair to the family nor the justice system to try this case in the media. The truth will come out of the trial and will be reflected in the jury's verdict. We ask that you report the facts based on the evidence and allow our system to to work as intended. So guess the race of the man who was victimized. You know, in this case, I would be angry, too, as a male, because I signed papers. I signed an agreement that said that this is the only woman, me and her are the only two that are allowed to go in here and get my sperm. Mm-hmm. You allow somebody who was not authorized to have access to my sperm, take my sperm, and get pregnant by it. I have an issue with that. Yeah. Um, first name is Toby Niggerlips. Well, that's the woman. Uh, but I guess he's using that to guess the race of the man. Whiter than a cheese platter, I blame white fathers. Yeah, the lack of white fathers, Adam Carolla. Ugh. Um, anyway, everybody else is too scared to guess. Romantic movie plot, white. Uh, correct answer is white. It's a white man. Uh, a couple people guessed, but they was after the buzzer. I get you. I get your racism faster than that, people. I don't know what y'all are thinking. Another guest to race, a Westwood woman learned that there's a limit to how much free speech you can exercise at the gym. At the Planet Fitness, yanked her membership for yakking on the cell phone while working out. Oh, that's fucking annoying. Tina Santaro Asmar says she got the boot after answering an unexpected call from her doctor's office while training on the elliptical at the Planet Fitness in Dead Deadham on Thursday. Oh, we talking about some personal shit? Because you know, sometimes we talk to the doctor. I don't know about men, but sometimes you got—that's a private conversation. Mm-hmm. They'll ask you, you know, when is the last time you had the pap smear? Well, you know, uh, 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 do you have a problem with this? Do you have a problem with, like really, really? Are you taking any medications? You know, and you don't want to be like talking all loud, but like, mm-hmm, I. I got this yeast infection. That's why I'm coming <laughs> in today. You don't want to. Don't nobody want to hear that while they, while they bitch pressing. Uh, he was. Uh, let's see. That violated a rule restricting cell phone use in the lobby. But the 49 year old owner of Centauro Sicilian Sicilian Trattoria in Dedham claims the the gym's general manager violated the chain's no gym intimidation mantra, which with his bizarrely angry crackdown. So she said. You know what? You're the the asshole, not me. No, they saying that other customers can't come in there and intimidate you 
with their bodies and shit like that. No, he's telling you breaking their policy. He's telling you you're breaking their policy. You're going, oh, you're intimidating me. No, bitch, get off the phone while I'm trying to bench press. He was enraged, Asmar said, adding she didn't want to leave the workout area because of her iPad was plugged into the elliptical machine. I said, I'd be off in a minute. And he said, I said, now. His demeanor was very threatening. I said, oh, please, please step away from me. And he continued to say, no, I need you to hang up that phone now or I'm going to cancel your membership. But club co-owner Brian Kablik a franchisee with eight planet fitness locations said a regional manager witnessed the incident and it was asmar who was belligerent okay yeah, yeah i don't okay, believe okay so so yeah. it's basically instead of him like politely asking her he came at her really nasty no 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 oh oh she was nasty right the the witnesses are saying she was nasty. her story is i very politely answered my no, phone it, i i Hello, doctor. May I talk Mm-mm. to you? This is what an unexpected call. I really no, don't have long I to see. be on here. And, uh, She's and probably on the phone 15 minutes and disturbing other patrons while they're, you know, run, running the elliptical, you know, sprinting around her and lifting weights and shit. And she was like, mm-hmm, yeah, uh-huh, mm-hmm. yeah, this is what the problem is. He was like, ma'am, I need for you to turn my phone. I don't need time to find off. You over here by bedroom me. He was like, ma'am, ma'am, I just need for you, you know, to turn, to, to turn and your you know this off. Isn't, and you know this isn't the first time she's done this. Of course not. Nice. I mean, she just looks like one of those people that's an asshole anyway so it's like you know, i guarantee she is on the phone all the time because people don't get fed up with that shit the first time you do it it's always like you become the person that violates the rule yes. and then next thing you know they're calling the cops on you because you've done it so often yes so. And they're tired of it and people i bet you people have complained about it. they may they may have even lost memberships because your ass won't get off right. the phone and then to be like i was like oh please please step away from me. i don't believe you like you you know if you're bold enough to answer the, the phone, phone and then to be like i just need a minute to unplug my ipod i'll be right back just one minute like you mm. know you were being a dick you were probably not paying any attention to him acting like he wasn't a big uh you know what uh i don't know who it is just hold on no you know what don't, you don't need to hold on i i we can talk about uh, mm, girl what happened so anyway but uh club co-owner oh well, i already said that part this is a member that has had repeated issues and incidents with cell phone use. Mm-hmm. Like I thought. I can assure you that our manager would not be treating the member poorly. Her reaction when she was approached in a professional way was extremely unprofessional, rude, and dismissive. I Planet Fitness, a New Hampshire-based chain, is known for its judgment-free zone and no-lunk policy against members grunting while lifting weights. It has about 10 no-cell phone signs posted throughout each of its 620 clubs to ensure a comfortable environment for members. Uh, Kablik said the policy is aimed at preventing members from being interrupted by loud phone conversation. It also eliminates concerns about video recording or photographs of people in their exercise outfits. Yes. New York. Privacy. Uh, mm-hmm. New York attorney Lori Pines, author of the little book of gym etiquette, a handbook for dealing with annoying people at the gym, says she sides with Planet Fitness. While no one should be treated rudely, cell phone calls in the middle of gyms are problematic. Well, hey, who asking her? You know what I'm saying? I mean, what side do you expect her to be on? Probably the gym side. She wrote a fucking book. I sympathize with the gym here, especially since she's been warned before and it's supposed to rule. She couldn't have been in dire medical emergency because she was in the middle of working out. Asma says she understands the cell phone use can be annoying in certain situations, but she felt mistreated by Planet Fitness. I'm not asking for my money back or anything. Just an apology. No, my thing is this. They got about 1,500 big-ass signs posting no cell phone use, no cell phone use, no cell phone use. You were probably looking at it while you was talking on your phone. You was like, fuck that. Yeah. 
uh one who guess the race one who allows themselves one piece of cheese a week so she can keep her girlish figure angry white woman privilege one who has no <laughs> problems trimming cutting her peach fuzz with her with her legs wide open in the locker room oh lord white, white privilege cack one who has fired one who was tired of using bags of oranges as free weights while trying to get that j-lo booty cheese loving white history month facebook page creator she did he didn't hit her so no so not charlemagne the god white latina the correct answer is white lady white lady full of white privilege Karen, what was your clue that he was white that she was white when um they walked up to her she was talking on her cell phone and and she was like well he was actually you know pretty pretty rude to me while i was talking mm. to my gynecologist on the cell phone i knew she was white when she said she couldn't unplug her ipod her, her ipad ah that's the good right like, you there. got an ipad while you work out mm-hmm. yeah uh yeah, and also there wasn't a fist fight so hey no black woman angry um roosevelt allen douglas the second of hawthorne florida oh florida <laughs> is accused of masturbating in front of a 12 year old girl oh but, snap but police said he told them he was just trying to fix a hole in his pants oh so so that's what we call jacking out fixing a hole in the pants over and over and over Mm-hmm. Douglas, 32, was at the home of the girl on Wednesday when he allegedly started masturbating in front of her, then showed her some inappropriate text messages. The girl told police that when she left the room, he followed her outside and later called her and asked her not to tell anybody what happened. Douglas's version of the story, according to the report, is that he accidentally flashed the girl due to a hole in his pants, and he was only touching himself to try and fix the situation. He also allegedly he turned around. Well, you know how this happens to guys all the time. You have a hole in your pants. Right. It's conveniently right at your penis. Okay. Yeah, a little girl sees your dick through your pants, and then you have to tell her, like, hold on while I adjust my penis and fix the situation. He also allegedly stated that he had shown the girl a text message he had sent to someone else. He was arrested and charged with lewd and lascivious exhibition. This isn't the first time someone accused of masturbating in the wrong place. And then they talk about all these other places that people masturbate in the wrong place. So, uh, guess the race of, um, Mr. Roosevelt Douglas, uh, the second of Hawthorne, Florida, uh, masturbating in front of children. Uh, is that how y'all get down chill? Porch monkey who took the advice of the <laughs> evil moon cricket on his left shoulder instead of advice of the good moon cricket on his right shoulder. The color of bird shit, cack. White people, if you if you are doing this perverted fuckery, just admit the shit and come up with better excuses, white people. <laughs> Black niggas love to name their kids after presidents. Black people name their children Roosevelt. Uh, obviously white says special ops. Oh, Fay, man, they, the chat room is split on this one. You gonna learn today, black says Emperor L. <laughs> uh, the correct answer is Precious is daddy, black. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, there's a black man pulling his penis out in front of a little girl, and all y'all racist people thought it was a white thing. So sad. So sad. <laughs> Um, let me see what if we can do one more. Yeah, what is Ofei? Uh, I don't know what the fuck Ofei is. I know that's what Clint Eastwood called that motherfucker in, um. Mostly a racist term. Yeah. A slur for white people, then the brother says. There you go. Um, I know he called that white dude that shit in, um, Gran Turismo. 
Nah, well, I should have known it was racist. <laughs> Gran Torino. Gran, Gran Turismo. <laughs> Gran Turismo. <laughs> Fuck you, officer. You old faith. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Gran Torino, he called a white dude that, that was hanging out with some black people. So I don't know what the exact origin is. Um, last one, last one. Let me pick a good one for everybody. Um, all right, here we, here we go. Here we go. Um, most people who've done time in jail can't wait to get away. But this week, New York City authorities accused one former inmate of sneaking back in. Oh, shit. He going back in? Yonkers resident Matthew Matagrano, 36, was arraigned in Manhattan on Saturday in charges that he impersonated a Department of Corrections investigator. Officials say that for at least a week, Matagrano used phony credentials to get into multiple city lockups, including Rikers Island and the Manhattan Detention Center, where he mingled with inmates for hours. Investigators said the case was still unfolding, but some of the allegations were detailed in the criminal complaint describing Matagrano's in- entry into the Manhattan jail on Thursday. It said that when questioned, Matagrano had admitted to arriving at the jail around 3.30 p.m. and gaining entry by showing a gold shield and saying he was investigated with the department's intelligence unit. According to the complaint, he stayed until 11 p.m., ah. giving cigarettes to inmates and smoking with them in the common area. He's oh, also shit. charged with stealing the radio from an office while inside. Surveillance cameras recorded video of Matagrano during the visit. Um... It wasn't clear if or when Montegrano would face similar charges for entry into other city jails. A spokesman from the Bronx District Attorney's, uh, which often handles cases related to crimes committed on Rikers Allen, said Saturday that he had no information on the case. Montegrano has a rap sheet that includes a conviction for sodomy and sexual abuse. He's on the state's sex uh, offender registry. Maybe he's just breaking in to see if he can get some, you know, some sodomy. I guess sex so. Abuse. It's not clear why he wanted to get into the jails, but he had previously been caught posing as a board of education worker to enter two schools and rifle through students' files. Oh, shit. In 2004, he was pleaded guilty to attempted burglary in connection with that case. His court-appointed lawyer, Andrek Bajuk, uh, couldn't immediately be re- reached for phone for a comment. No one responded to a message left at the public defender's office that handled his arraignment. Department of Corrections spokespeople did not immediately return phone calls on Saturday. Judge set the bill at $50,000 for Montegrano. He also faced charges of burglary, possession of forged instruments, larceny, and promoting prison contraband. He is due back in court Wednesday. Now, to me, it just sounds like a guy that just wanted to hang out with uh some his fa- his friends that happen to be inmates but he broke in most people want to break out he did reverse he broke in jail yeah and it seems like he was in the suit giving cigarettes out like hey guys look at me shh it's about to cry no. uh, i think i know you you got out last week guess the race one whose blood type is ragu italian a black criminal that wanted to get to know his new roommates former latin king amor de rey yellow bandana wearing neo rican uh Jersey Shore reject, pinky ring, olive oil, greasy Italian, no nigga is, is going to prison even for visits. Some type of other. Detective Stabler on Oz White. Other. Mouse hair shorty. Wanted to see his familiar Latino. Uh, Cherizar, I don't think some type of other wins. I don't, I don't know if your guess is going to count, but, uh, you know, nice try. I appreciate you participating. Uh, ah. 
Moose says says felt five. What is moose? What race is moose? I'm assuming Black? white. Well, you talking about moose for the hell? Is he not chocolate? Chocolate, chocolate moose. moose. That's that's chocolate. That's brown. Yeah, I don't know what some of y'all yeah. trying to get slick so y'all can see if y'all can get multiple different types of guesses in. I see y'all out there. Um. Anyway, uh, I put it on the screen. But uh, Karen, what race would you say this man is right here? Uh, Montegrano. Also oh, white dude. White. That is correct. He's a white man. Um, you know, I want to do one more. Let's do it, son. For the crew. For for all the people that showed up uh, this Sunday. Uh, daylight savings time. A longtime deacon at Fullerton Church was charged Friday with possessing numerous files of child pornography, Baltimore County Police said. William Stephen Alba, 67, a deacon at St. Joseph's Roman Catholic Church at Bel Air Road. Um... <laughs> was arrested at his Nottingham home at 7.45 a.m. Uh, sounds like he was the perv of Bel Air. You know what I'm saying? I know, right? Police had searched Alba's Treadway Court home and said they found images of children on his Verizon online account and on thumb drives. Oh, shit. That's right, Karen. We have Verizon, and they will report people for having child porn. And you know what I say? Good for them. Yes. This is the kind of company that I want to give my service to. I don't I mind so. paying a monthly fee to somebody who is getting on people for storing child porn on their service. Good. Yes. Police do not believe the children at St. Joseph's were victims. Albar declined to comment when reached by phone Friday. Uh, now, of course, he got crystal clear reception while uploading his child pornography. Oh, of course. N- none of them dropped. He told police that he has viewed child pornography since the 1970s. Back before, <laughs> like, back before it was illegal. I, no, I just no. I was gonna say I like how he's like back before it was cool. Before it was the trend, I was happening. Chat, I was all up on that child pornography. Now look at your kids with your child pornography. It's not even the same anymore. Yeah. It's all lame and played out like hip hop. Yeah, I used to be cool. Now y'all arresting niggas for doing this. Yeah. Uh, when he would go to an adult book, to adult bookstores in Baltimore, according to charging documents, Alba told police he saved the images to his computer, but said he would never harm a child. Police said they recovered numerous files, including graphic images and videos. According to a statement, the Archdiocese of Baltimore, uh, by the, from the Archdiocese of Baltimore, Alba was ordained in 1996. Oh, and the sign- a Catholic priest. Oh yeah, I said that earlier, Ken. Oh. St. Joseph's Roman Catholic Church on Bel Air Road. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's why I say he was the, the fresh perv of Bel Air. He sure was. And West Philadelphia. Born, born and, and raised. raised on the playground where I spent most of my days touching yeah. kids. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> um so Keep your hands to yourself, sir. <laughs> Um, he, uh, where was I? <laughs> um, neither the parish nor, parish nor the archdiocese that received, received any prior allegations against Mr. Alba, who successfully fulfilled all of the child, child and youth protection requirements of the archdiocese, including criminal history screening. The archdiocese is working to inform church members, um, and encourages anyone to report abuse. Uh, so he must have been looking at little girls, cause, you know, normally they wouldn't. Alball previously retired in 2009 from Baltimore Public, uh, County Public Schools where he worked for 21 years for the physical facilities office in position supporting the schools and the offices with electronic machinery and equipment. 
Uh, detectives began investigating him after Verizon Online notified the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children that Alba, a subscriber, had stored images of children engaged in sexual acts on the online cloud storage system. Oh, he put it on the cloud. <laughs> yeah. He didn't save it on his personal computer. He was like, you know, I'm going to put it on the space that I know they monitor. I need my I need my mobile access to my yes, child. Yes, I, 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 I need it on me and my other 10 devices that I have on this family plan, even though it's just me. Yeah. What if I lose my uh phone? Now I'm out of my child porn. Yes. I but need with it. Verizon's online uh, uh, cloud. Yeah, yeah, I can get it on my laptop. I can get I porn can get on, it on the, my tablet. Get your child porn on the go. On the go, Verizon. in the bathroom, at the playground. Brought to you by Verizon. Um, the worst, they'll be the worst commercial <laughs> ever. Verizon's <laughs> like, we don't want no part of this. This is why we reported your ass. <laughs> right? You can't be telling the other pedophiles to bring their asses over here. We don't want your money. He's one of the people that was trying to convince me to get Verizon and shit. Well, I was like, should I stick with AT&T and get Verizon? Hey, man, you got to get Verizon. Get your child porn on the go, bro. You never be without it. Yeah, ever be without it. Any of your it devices. Streams. Yeah. Very well, very well, sir. Any of your devices, you can jack off the little kids, man. It's real easy. Um, repeat, police recovered two CPU towers, a laptop computer, multiple storage devices, and an iPad. Uh, Alba, Alba told police <laughs> that he used a tablet to view nudist websites that include pictures of children, according to charging documents. Detectives located the images on his home computer under the profile name Bill. I told you, man, he was on that family plan. All his devices was hooked up to that cloud. Unlimited. Yes. St. Joseph's. Unlimited talks and texts. He act like, mm-mm. There was, there was some more than just looking. Unlimited touch and text. <laughs> yes. St. Joseph's is scheduled to hold a meeting at the church for parishioners and school families at 7 p.m. Monday. Officials from the Archdiocese will be present to answer questions according to the church website. Albaugh was released on $75,000 bail. The investigation is continuing, police said. Uh, guess the race chat room, Mr. Alba, the uh, perv of Bel Air. Bel Air Road in Baltimore, black in Omar. I would never harm a child. I just want to make them feel good. Holy sperm, Pope John Paul White. Oh, my. Candidate for Pope White. Only a cracker would snitch on himself for decades of crimes except rappers. Shout out to G-Dep. Cardinal Conclave Cheddar. Light, bright, and mostly certainly white. <laughs> Former Vatican City resident who mentored Jerry Sandusky, Archie Bunker's drinking buddy, another Catholic pedophile, bites the dust, old German Pope White. Uh, so everybody got their guesses in. The correct answer is white. Mr. Albaugh was a white man uh, that spent a lot of time on the playgrounds, up to no good. Yes, he did. Uh, started making trouble in his neighborhood. Mm. All right, guys. Um, today's guest. I just one little child, and all hell broke loose. <laughs> <laughs> I saved one little picture. Mom got scared. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I no, I no, I, no. I touched one little child, and the Pope got scared. He said, "We're moving you over to another to another parish, sir." Right. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what happened with that story. I yelled, out, I yelled out Verizon he home smell you later <laughs> 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 to look at the police station I was finally there 
the spend rest all my of the time in, a, in, 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 in the real jazz. <laughs> 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 uh, all right, man. Well, our guest today was Sarone Russell. Yeah, uh, make sure you check him. him out. I have links to it on the page. Uh, of course, Stace was coming to spend the day with us. In the, yes. An hour earlier than normal, by biologically, you know. Even if they tell us the time change, I uh, don't feel... I feel like it's still 11 in the morning. So, Me too. Uh, but thank you guys so much. Of course, theblackouttips.com. Leave your comments. Check out the About section for contact information. Um, follow us on Twitter and all that stuff. I'm Rodimus Prime. I'm Say That Again. That is in D-A-T. Um, and also support our sponsors, Shadow Doll Productions. Uh, they have a audio play, Fire My Ass, which stars me and Karen. And you can find it on their website. Go to shadowdollproductions.com um, slash fma.html. Uh, the link should already be on the site, but if it's not, it'll be on there tonight for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure you guys go to adamandeve.com and use the code TBGWT. Save yourself some money and uh, appreciate that shit, man. Like everybody that, that does these things, they spend money to help us, whether it's donations, whether it's buying audio plays. Uh, these are big helps for the show and it keeps us it going is. and uh, keeps us putting out more episodes and more content, man, because really. Uh, you guys make it so worth it, and uh, it is cool having fans, even if you're the magical Negro for Carol Saint or whatnot. That's cool, too. <laughs> we love you all. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. So until Thursday, I love you. I love you, too, baby. Mwah. Like shout dog, cuss words low like She was fierce on the stove, it was always great Covered plates in the microwave when I came home late But now we just debate like some candidates Damn, I hate friction Wishing I had paperwork on the missus, but I didn't